Hey everyone, welcome back to the BMX in Our Blood. Really excited about this episode with Jay Dalton. His interview was great. I think it's hilarious that neither of us really are that familiar with BMX videos, edits, embarrassingly props. It's it's kind of funny. We're each doing our own thing in our own way and uh I guess looking more forward than back, and in his case, he's also just enjoying the moment with whoever that person is, and is focused on that, not what has happened with that person in the past as far as their BMX accolades. So anyway, it's a lot of fun, and Jay is a a really funny guy, and uh, I don't know, I think you'll enjoy this episode, I think it's it's a good one. Definitely didn't hurt that uh, Chase Pazza, Mr. Woodward himself, uh, was nice enough to call in with questions from the staff as well as himself, and uh, he arranged a surprise call for me from Jamie Bestwick. That was pretty cool. Uh, so I appreciate that, Chase. It was uh, it, it it was just it was great. It added to the interview. They always do whenever you have call-ins, so that that worked out really well. So thank you, Chase and Jamie. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So one other quick thing, still kind of of moving the podcast along through listener donations. So there's the donation came in from a guy that has supported the podcast in the past as well. He's a great guy. He's from Ireland, and he... He wasn't asking for it. I offered it, but he's got a, a business that he started called Southside BMX in Ireland. You'll find him on Instagram under Southside underscore BMX. So check that out. But uh, you see what he what he's starting to do. It's in the beginning stages. So check it out and uh, give him some encouragement by following him. And uh, and that's that's that. So if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, and you want the show to keep around as far as just me getting out to interviews, because as you all know, I, I just do them face-to-face. So it's it's my choice to do it that way. So I definitely absorb a lot of the expense, but it is a passion project, and in that comes expenses. So listener-funded is the way I'm going to try to keep it. Help if you can, if you do want to. Uh, and I would appreciate it if you did. You can send me a message through Gromdad2000 on Instagram or on Facebook. You could messenger me uh, through Joe Doherty. should be easy to find me. And if you can't donate, I totally understand. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do. Anything that'll help the podcast get a little more exposure. Just over four years now and I just want to keep it going. That's all there is to it. And so, yeah, any way you can help would be appreciated. We'll just keep on going. I have no plans of stopping, just trying to make it a little easier. The best way to do that is to get a little help from my friends in BMX. That's you guys. So that's about it. Enjoy the podcast, and I will see you all soon. 
This is Nina Butrago, and you're listening to the BMX in Our Blood podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't you hate that when you when you're talking about something and then you kind of you know, digress and then you're it's like, gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if it happens to you too, that's that's good. Oh yeah, it happens to me a lot, but hopefully not here. No. Well, <laughs> welcome, Jay Dalton. Thank BMX you, BMX in Our Blood. Thanks for doing it. I was joking with the guys there that uh, that I was going to be interviewing interviewing you, and the only way I could do it was to break your leg. Oh yeah. So I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, it's the only way you can sit still long enough for me to get to interview him. So this is this is perfect. That he broke his leg. It was like it was a weird thing to say. Obviously, <laughs> because you're you're in pain. Anyone that has broken their leg is. Is probably going. That's not funny. <laughs> but I am. I am trapped in Connecticut now. So you are. Here. Yeah. And you. I joked around with them with what you said about being. Uh, once you were a cane expert, then you. That's when you were going to come up. Mm. Oh yeah. And you became a cane expert pretty quick. Yeah, we're very mobile now. Yeah. Uh, not the smoothest. But no. It is crazy. So. So tell me uh, exactly what happened. Because I started to watch the video. It's someone actually captured that, huh? Because that was that was a pretty, a pretty rare kind of a lucky moment to be able to catch you. Because I think I got to the point where you were, you were on the ground. Oh yeah, I took. I, there's there's photos. There's no video of the crash, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But basically, I was I was in North Carolina staying with my friend Justin, mm-hmm. and I went to ride dirt bikes with his his brother Ryan. Uh huh. Had had a full riding day. It was great. And then at the end of the day. I took his bike out on like a smaller track up yeah at the track right and it was just like the free the most free crash yeah basically I got I just got high sided like got thrown off the bike the back yeah. wheel lost traction I got thrown off the bike we went flying yeah I think the bike landed on me at some point and broke my my femur it had to have been. It was a normal, not normal, but you know, a crash where you flop, you don't usually... That's because as, as I was falling, I was like, I was ready for it, but I didn't, I thought it was just going to be like kind of a, because I, I, I go down a lot, I'm not going to lie, but there's a... <laughs> not as much as Aaron falls a lot. No, not, not quite as much, but the dirt bike definitely takes me down every once in a while, but... Yeah. As it was happening, uh-huh. I thought we were good to go, but then there was, there was like a very definite moment where I realized uh, it was not okay but <laughs> that's what I yeah the, Ryan came out he saw the crash but then yeah. he came out and got the photo of me sitting there because somehow yeah. it didn't hurt or anything even though yeah uh, I've always heard it's like the most painful break but I think just because it completely snapped right. I think we were good to go oh but right right instead of something that was kind of if it was hanging on or forked yeah. or splintered or something yeah brutal yeah. sorry sorry anyone who uh who gets oh. squeamish thinking about this stuff but yeah this one did did you ever watch the clip of Vic Bem's friend oh my gosh um I can't remember his name but when he jumped off the roof onto the grass landing I don't think and I've he seen broke it. his tip fib like the second he landed. Oh, I don't want to think about that one. That's well, I figured if you're squeamish now, I'll just make you more squeamish. <laughs> it's I think I don't think they took it down. Um, it's up there somewhere. I think so. I think it's it's oh. still accessible. But the video when it breaks is so he's falling and <laughs> no exaggeration. His half of his you know his, his lower leg 
was just like yeah that all freaking noodle. completely like compound fracture I guess you call it it was just like completely just flopping yeah I guess uh, usually I'm comfortable like talking about most injuries but like seeing like yeah. that where stuff is not going mm-hmm. it's going directions it definitely shouldn't be going that, that right. freaks me out like if my bone had been sticking out of my skin or something, I would have been way less calm than I was. I yeah. just kind of go with the flow. But yeah, that's... Oh, right. Yeah. The, the contortionist stuff. Oh, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Not good at all. Um, so anyway, all right. So that's what happened. And yep. prognosis is, is good, right? I mean, you seem like you're going to... What's the time they told you that you'd be ready? Because, of course, that's way different than... What your time is. Yeah, I think because I've been jumping around from so many different doctors, I don't actually, I've never gotten a time frame. I oh, never really man. asked because I was just kind of letting letting things happen how they're meant to. But yeah, my guess is like about two months from now. And yeah. right now is about a month out from me dying. Okay. But uh, I think I think two months is a safe bet. That you can start to do full weight bearing on that, on that leg. I Everything is full weight bearing right now. My problem is the... Yeah, we just need some muscles to to wake up and uh, right get my knee to bend. Yeah, but or do you so so you must have did you start physical therapy? I'm oh thinking. yeah, yeah. Okay. Once I got back to Connecticut, we're we're full force. Yeah, or as much as I'm trying to stay on the on the edge of what I'm supposed to be doing. Right, right. The yeah. the safe edge. Or I'm right. not going to push it too hard because I don't want to go backwards. Yeah, yeah everything right. technically is going to be together really fast. Right, it's just dependent right. on. They really did some damage on my knee, so uh, to get the rod in, I, yeah, to get to get everything in, I think, and then yeah. there's two screws going into the top bit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not their fault. That's what you had to do, but yeah, yeah. the knee is going to be the main focus on mm-hmm. what like determines the time frame. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're through that uh, that fun part of the. Yeah, that's why I'm here. The camera's <laughs> yep, that's why it was easy to nail you down. For sure. There's always there's always a way that <laughs> I find it to nail people down with these. But uh so you wanna give me a little background since I don't know a lot about you. I know you grew up in in uh, Milford, right? West Haven, but basically it's right next to each other. True. Yeah, right. Which so if people don't know that's basically Connecticut shoreline, but far enough away from New York City that yeah. I'm not a New you Yorker. Got, you got a fighting chance of actually <laughs> like living in a, a normal uh, area. Yeah. So you're you're not in Greenwich, you're not in uh, any of the super high end areas, but it is pretty nice down there. I mean Yeah, I like I like the beaches and everything. There's definitely mm-hmm. some some sketchy areas. Yeah. But I, I mean I never really hung out there. The skate yeah. park was kinda in a sketchy area. Yeah, but it's for, still there, right? It is still there. I th- the, you're talking about the concrete one. Yeah, the concrete one oh. by the beach. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I, I grew up... That was, like, my, my home <laughs> forever because I would go straight after school every single day until it got dark and then ride all the way back to my house. Really? That was the spot. How, how old were you then? And that was... I, that started when I was, like, probably 12. I yeah. don't... I feel like it was around 6th grade. I don't the remember. was there already mm-hmm. at that point. Okay. It had been there for a few years, and then my parents got me a BMX bike, and mm-hmm. they took me there a few times just to see like yeah. what the scene was like, and then I ended up, after so many times, just riding like the two miles or whatever from my house to the right. park, 
Right. And it was good. There was a good, solid crew of people back then that would ride with me every single day. I was never alone, so it was nice. Who'd you ride with in the beginning? It was... It ended up being uh, a bunch of just kids that were my age. There's this guy, Tim Gates. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to any of these people in a really long time, so I'm terrible at keeping up. Tim right. Tim was probably... I probably rode with Tim the most. We were on the same page, same level of riding, same age. Yeah. And, yeah, we would just be there every single day, and then there mm-hmm. was... Uh, shoot, I feel bad for forgetting. There was a kid named Alex, a kid named Tyler. Yeah. Uh-huh. It ended up being like a crew of five or six people that... Now that I think about it, that we rode like every day, all the week, all day on the weekends. That that one, unlike Stanford, free for all. Oh yeah, free skate, for all. bike, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, I thought so. And it and it's not huge, but there's enough to mess around with, right? I I'd say it's it's one of the bigger parks in Connecticut for sure. Yeah. Just the way stuff is built, because it was built by. I assume whoever the lowest bidder on the contract was or whatever, but <laughs> right. they turned they were a sewage drainage pipe making company. Like that's what they specialized in and they got the contract, so they just like the wow. ramps are just solid slabs uh-huh. of concrete with yeah. some really, really mellow radiuses and everything's yeah. a little bumpy and the ground is obviously asphalt. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. skaters never really liked it that much, but they would ride like the little half pipe and Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. On the side, closer to the road? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, there were, like every park has, there's there's always some, like, crazy skaters and rollerbladers that would show up, and they would ride, like, the whole park and jump the little box jumps and everything. Yeah. And that was cool. But yeah, for the most part, it was pretty bike-oriented. Wow. That was when you were 12? Mm-hmm. Got it. That's when it started. How long before you got to the point where... You started to realize, oh wow, I'm uh, I'm airing out pretty high. I'm getting kind of like comfortable doing this. Like, or or people were maybe telling you that, holy crap, you're you're really killing this. That was, I mean, everyone was always really supportive at the park, but the the higher airs and everything, I feel like, kind of started after Haven opened. Like, I always continued to ride West Haven, but and mm-hmm. that always helped me develop, but. Once I started riding with Haven and all the people that that brought in from right. a little bit of a wider area, mm-hmm. I started seeing like what was possible, like seeing Chris Chris Child ride and pretty all the locals hey. and everything. Yeah, every once in a while he'd show up and and we'd yeah. be riding at the same time. But like, I never knew that that was like that people could go yeah. that high and do that stuff. Because oh. as weird as it sounds, I feel like a bad person, but I have like no. Growing up, I didn't watch any BMX stuff or anything. Yeah. Even even now, like I said, I'm a bad person, but I don't know anything <laughs> about the old school or the mid school or any of that. I just I, I just would, always rode my bike. I wouldn't beat yourself up over <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know some people out there will hate me for it, but it's it is what it is. Nah, oh man, I would I would I would be surprised. I don't know. I <laughs> I can't keep up with everything that's out there now. Mm. I mean, so for you to go back and try to piece together what it was then I mean you're just gonna have to have a sit down story time <laughs> with Jeff Allen and Nick Caparuccio those two yeah and they'll and Ben Atchison probably oh yeah you know so the, those guys could tell you <laughs> but it's not really something I, I I think it's you either experienced it or you didn't you know what I mean I got but, but it's pretty cool that uh, that you were you must have been on the younger side going to Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was just called Haven, right? 
Yeah, I, just, I always call it Haven. Haven's Gate yeah. Park. Right. How old were you then when that was? It's kind. Of, I feel like it opened when I was like somewhere around fourteen or fifteen. I think. So you weren't too far into it yet. Two or three years. Not, yeah, not super deep. Uh huh. It's kind of a blur, but I'm I'm gonna lock yeah. it in. I was around fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it and when I I don't have like the best. Uh, I don't know everyone that rode there as as well as I. I feel like I should. I had my little group group of like three or four people that I rode with again, just like West Haven. But yeah. when I was younger, I didn't talk to anybody. Like yeah. I could be riding in a session. I used to ride the late night sessions. Yeah. Just because I would go there all the time, and they would let me, uh, just let me keep going. But yeah, I would ride with all the older dudes, and I'd just be sitting there, yeah, not talking. Like I know, I know Ben was one of them that would be in the session. They'd always bust my balls, but I feel like I never, like I didn't speak at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I was around all these people. <laughs> well, what, what, I'm gonna be jumping around a bit here, but no, you're fine. What too? <laughs> so, when did you become like more talkative and less shy? And you, I, I have a feeling you're probably gonna say I still am. <laughs> no, I'm, de- I'm definitely more open now. But yeah. it, honestly, I didn't really like get to know many people until after I was like 20, and I had moved. I went to college and then I moved to Woodward. That's when I really started actually oh, okay. <laughs> properly interacting with everybody I rode with instead of just properly. I was just full tunnel vision on. Yeah. I'm here for eight hours and I'm going to ride the park. Right. The whole time. And that's it. <laughs> that's funny. I don't remember exactly what Colton and I talked about. Colton mm-hmm. Civitello. Yeah. Nice. But I did one with him. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking you guys are probably close in age. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. We're a few years apart, but... How old are you now? I'm 26. Okay. I think he's 29 or, or 30. Okay. Or close to it. I don't want to I don't want to blow his age in. <laughs> I don't think he cares. <laughs> All I know is whenever he pulls a bike out, it's like he never stopped. Oh, yeah. No, he... he it doesn't... It doesn't uh, escape him ever. No. I remember watching him the last time that anyone could ride um, from Scotty Kramer's Park. Uh, Incline. Incline, thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him ride there, and it was crazy. It was just crazy how good he was riding there. Yeah, and he and, he yeah. definitely feeds off the people. And I know that last session, like Logan was there. And exactly. So Are he'll you, ride to their level. I wasn't there. I don't know why I wasn't there, and it bothers me that I wasn't there. But I wasn't there. I, I mean, if I'm there and you weren't, <laughs> something went wrong. Something I'm, went I'm really assuming wrong. something was wrong. But <laughs> it's all a blur. That's all right. So Colton, so Colton was one of them. Uh, Aaron is younger than you, right? Mm-hmm. By a couple of years. Yeah. And they're both from Milford or no? Um, Colton actually lived one street over from me and I never knew it until way later on. And then... Don't tell me that until you get back from college. Yeah. <laughs> late, way later on. And yeah. then Aaron, Aaron is a town over. Oh, I met okay. him... When I went to ride Milford Park, yeah, because he was always he lived there pretty much. Yeah, so you were actually your crew was actually didn't have the people that that were geographically close to you that until you know until later then you guys start riding together more yeah. right. So I hear a lot about Haven. In fact, it's probably a Haven question here. At least one or two Haven questions. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I know. I saw Jeff had one, Mister Dupal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has one. Oh, before we get off the broken light deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Taylor, BMX, wants to know her titanium femurs 
a lighter than his titanium <laughs> bone replacement, the future of BMX. I th- yeah, I think it's going to help the whips get around, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Actually, let's talk moto for a second, too, because oh, sure. you just picked up moto. Like, I, I remember this clearly, which is strange. I don't remember much clearly anymore. <laughs> but when you, you got a bike when you were working Woodward, it was, yes. it was summer? I think it was either summer or maybe fall. Yeah, I got but, it in the summer. While camp you, was going. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you went and found what used to be a motocross track, we'll call it, on, but it was covered in grass. Oh, yeah. No, that was... Uh, That's when you first started riding moto, right? No, I, I actually grew up racing. And then that bike oh. that I got at Woodward was the first bike I had in like 10 years. Because okay. my, my dad got me into it when I was really young, when I was like four. Yeah. And we went to ride at... Or he got us a membership at the... There's a track in Milford that's like... Uh, I've heard... It's members only, so it's a pain to get in. But once yeah. you get in... Right. You're like part of the club, you could show up whenever. Yeah. So he got us into that when I was four. Uh-huh. And then he rode and raced with me all the way until I was around 13. Uh-huh. There was a little bit of an overlap from when I started riding BMX to when... Yeah. Moto ended. But yeah, that's it's been like a lifelong thing, and I th- it's uh, it's as fun to me as riding BMX. Okay. Like they're completely equal. I'm just yeah. uh, not quite as talented at the yeah at the motorcycles. You were talented on riding completely covered mounds of dirt. That was sketch. covered in grass with grass. No, that was awesome though, and that was um, the track at Woodward was an old. Actually, I gotta go back a little bit. They yeah. used to have a freestyle moto set up at Woodward at the oh. bottom of the hill where Cloud Nine is. You got an answer. You got you got the call. You got the done speaker. Call? Oh shoot! Yeah, there we go. No, where'd it go? Uh-oh. Hold on. Don't Hold give on, up. Sir. Don't hang up. Oh my God! What's going on? Uh-oh. Chase it there doesn't want is. me to talk to you. There ah. we go. There he is. Mister Paul is here. What's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Big bad John, Joe, how are we? Good. Pretty darn good. Yeah, he's like looking really good. Like, I think he could ride next week. That's so mind-blowing to me. <laughs> Sneaking is like that's like Our, the hardest bone in your body to break. Yeah, we have the technology. I mean, I get, I get it. No ligament damage and stuff like that. But still, like, I feel like you folded your thigh in half, Jay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't, but it was definitely not in one piece. I went with you to that uh, that dirt bike track, what was that, two, three years ago now? Speaking as, from someone that doesn't know a ton about motocross, supercross, anything like that, um, and going and watching Jay ride, dude throws down. So, I mean, it <laughs> makes sense. Like, comes with the territory, but... God, it just sucks to see. Uh, one thing that uh, I just I just wanted to ask real quick that um, I believe it was Blake asked me. Uh, I, I I told him about this, and he had said uh, ask him this one. Um, does the titanium in your leg make it lighter? Does it have similar similar effects as in the in the bike industry in the bike world? Yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say I feel pretty. You know, once once when the swelling is down and everything, I feel pretty light. <laughs> It's gonna, like I, I was just saying, you know, another person was was curious in, in the Instagram comments. It's gonna get the whips around. That's all that matters. <laughs> Makes sense. Probably all, all, all a little bit stronger too. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It, it's a hundred percent stronger for sure. I think now that he's comfortable with this first round, I I think he should probably do the other leg so he's evenly light and strong with yeah. titanium. 
all that. I mean, unless Jay had to, like, cut down on total recovery time, you could come out to PA and, like, I, I don't know how we would do it. We could put your your leg in a vice or something, just, you know, get it done. And then, like like Joe said, you could have two, you know, nice titanium legs. Yeah, super strong. And then I'll be ready for the Olympics. You'll be on your way. Let's get it done. Where are you now, Chase? I'm actually uh, out in uh, Woodward, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm actually just down the road in uh, the house that I live in on uh, on camp's property. Well, it's not necessarily on Woodward Camp. It's just down the road. It's uh, in the small town of Woodward. They own a couple houses over here where they house uh, some of us staff. Oh, that's nice. That's perfect. Yeah. No, okay. it's really nice. I have uh, I got space for my little uh, portable Traeger grill, um, and I, I I even have a little uh, garage to work on my car and uh, store my mountain bike in. So no, it's a really good setup. They take good care of me. Wow, that's really awesome. And you've been doing a little. Well, actually, forget this is it's going to become a Chase Boss interview <laughs> if I keep up these questions. So I, I'm I'm going to let you. Get some stuff out of Jay, whatever you, whatever you want to. It can be about anything you want. Oh, boy. Yeah, wow, that's a loaded question, especially. Uh, Jay, how long did we live together? It was probably, it's all, all the Woodward time is all combined, but I think it was I like, know. it's like two, it was, it had to have been three years, I think. Yeah, three years sounds right. That sounds right. I'm, I'm good with three years, but it's crazy how it all is just one block in my head there's right. no there's no there's no division at all that's how it's adding up for me too <laughs> uh, but i, I want to start it off uh like i said i asked some of the lost boys some of the uh, woodward staff to uh to hop in here and ask some questions so uh big white our scooter uh program manager he asked what is your favorite beatles song oh shoot i okay before the like two months ago i was the biggest Beatles hater ever, but while I was uh, sitting in the hospital staring at the ceiling, one came across my Spotify, and I told Aaron about this because he's the number one Beatles fan. Right. Let me, hold, give me one moment. I have bad memory. Get Back. Okay, thank you. Get Back is my favorite and only Beatles song. That's the only one for you. Yeah, I respect that's... that. <laughs> I respect that. I, you know, it's a un, it's an unpopular opinion, but I have to say, it, I'm not the biggest Beatles fan myself. I know that that's that's like a sin to say, but yeah, that's heresy. <laughs> All right, uh, Ernie Porter, uh, Big White's brother, our intro to action sports supervisor. He asked, "What is in your headphones when you're riding?" I don't wear headphones when I'm riding. I know, but just tell the people tell the people what you put on to uh, to train in on the back of Cloud Nine. Oh yeah! Oh, we're getting the Beatles. Hold on one moment. Their intro is a little long-winded, but it's good. Okay. You know what? I should probably stop this because this whole podcast is gonna get yeah, we're gonna, gonna get taken off if I play too much of the song. We're gonna get eliminated. Yeah, but anyway, there's your taste of uh, his favorite song. <laughs> but yeah, when you're when you're in the back of Cloud Nine, you gotta be playing the the fast paced EDM. But you don't you're not living. But but you don't listen, right? You, you said you just answered that you don't you don't listen while you ride. 
No, I don't. I don't. I don't wear. If there's a speaker, I I like having music. But if there's no like sound system, I don't listen to anything. But Cloud Nine exclusive, you need to have the anything high beat per minute. It's good <laughs> for the right. soul. That's what Team Great Britain says. That's what uh, the French Canadians, my boys, uh, Kevin and Jeff say too. So yeah, I can I can get behind that. I agree with that. There we go. But yeah, you're not. You're definitely not a headphone rider, are you? Ever? No, ever. never. Now that I think back on it, I've never seen you. Uh, never seen you with headphones. And all right, Caleb Eccles came in and he had to ask, uh, Cummins or Duramax? And I think I know the answer to this one because we know that you we you uh you swapped your your Civic with a, a twelve <laughs> valve or a twenty four valve Cummins. Uh, shoot, it's it's. In the Civic, it's it's usually a 12. You know, sometimes I swap back and forth between the 12 and the 24, just depending on the day. But, yeah, nice nice classic 12 valve. Is, it's just, it just suits the soul. I love it. Um, this one might be a dagger, but it's coming in from Aaron. Oh, boy. Uh, he, he, he wanted me to ask about your finals run at the Chase Hawk Invitational. Finals run? I got freaking... God dang. Oh, yeah, you were there, you son of a gun. <laughs> I, I, I showed up. I was ready. I rode the park. I liked it for the most part. And then uh, a bunch of stuff happened that I don't want to go into. And then I got sick. So I, I couldn't ride. I didn't have a finals run. Oh, it was the most unfortunate thing. <laughs> like, sickness out of nowhere. Couldn't move. It hit hard. So I had a very similar situation to that uh, at the Powers BMX Jam a couple of years back. Mm. Um, yeah, I just spent the day literally in whose car was I? Oh, you. Oh, just... I went there with uh, Josh Bonas. I went there with Bottles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I spent the day incapacitated in this vehicle, not because of drugs or alcohol, because of straight <laughs> sickness and death. Um, okay. That is all the questions that I have from the crew, and I had two questions for you. You guys might have covered them because I don't know. I feel like these are these are pretty general questions, but we're not uh, we're questions. not too we're not too deep in, so the timing's good. Mm. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, but yeah. These are definitely questions that, as I like started to think about it, I really you know, I wanted to hear Jay's perspective on. Uh, the first one. It's like a three-part question, right? And, uh, I'm going to get into the YouTube thing a little bit. Okay. Um, so how did, like, you know, making videos for YouTube and, like, becoming, you know, like, creating content, whatever you want to call it, how did that all come about for you? Like, was it something that you saw someone else doing and you really wanted to do it or something that, um, you know, like, just, just how did it come about? I it's, it's hard remembering that, but I do remember... I used to watch a lot of video game edits, and I thought they were sick way way back. Actually, I mean, I still watch them, but yeah, I knew edits were edits like that were cool. And then I think my grandma got me a camera for my birthday or something, and then she would be the one that would always bring me to Haven Skate Park. So she would record me on my camera, and then throughout the whole session, then I'd go home and and make little uh, what I thought were super sick edits at the time. Of clips just from the viewing deck, no changing angles or anything of full runs, and uh, yeah, I would upload them to YouTube, and they're still on there. But I'm not going to give anyone any clues as to how to get there. But they are up there. 
<laughs> they're out in the world, but they're hidden, huh? Yeah, not hidden. They're they're in plain sight, but I mean, if you if you know the keywords, you'll get there. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be your name, but we we don't have to go into it. Um, and also, I saw um, you know I actually don't know anything about it, but I saw a lot of people commenting on I believe it was the BMX in Our Blood uh, podcast Instagram post. Um, bringing up your grandma, being at the skate parks, being a part of the, like, you know, your, your small community. So I trust that you guys are going to go over that so we don't have to get into that now. It seems like a lot of people are commenting about it, so I feel like it's a big thing. A lot of people know about Anne. She's number one. You say Anne? Anne. We all have one-letter names. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, though? No, not, not officially. Okay, just you two. Well, no, there's another there's another one letter. Another single letter? Yeah. Three in the fam? Yeah. Could That's, be a record. I know it is. We're set, we're breaking new ground over here. So the second part uh, that I wanted to bring up about the YouTube thing is like as, you know, a, a professional rider and honestly what I consider to be like, you know, one of the best or most skilled riders in the sport, like in your eyes what what are like pluses to, um, you know, having a YouTube channel and pr- pursuing, you know, that avenue? And also, like, what are some negatives that you that you've experienced, if there are any? Hmm. I mean, the positives. I I still just make videos for fun, as you can tell from my very consistent upload schedule. <laughs> if I if I'm not feeling it, I don't make anything, and if if I'm in the mood, then I then I make something, and I'm usually pretty happy with it, but. It's it's just a nice it's a nice outlet and it also helps fund the the two wheeled action which is nice and I get to connect with everybody that that enjoys seeing the posts and everything so I don't know all all around I think it's just a it's a great thing the only the only downside I feel like sometimes I have some odd interactions because that I forget what the name a parasocial relationships that's what it was. That's like literally the only downside. If someone is like always watches my videos and they see me, like they get twenty minutes of me every week or whatever, you kind of start to feel like you're you're friends with that person. But then when I meet them in person, I have no clue who they are. But then they seem like they they've known me forever, and that's just. I mean, it is what it is. I don't I don't really care. But that's the only because I'm not the most socially comfortable person in the world. So when someone comes up to me that I don't know that that seems like they've known me forever, I just feel a little weird. It's not their fault. Yeah. That's the only downside. <laughs> That's why I actually have them locked in this room, Chase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you had to do a little bit of arm twisting to get him in there. I, well, yeah, first we just had to get his leg broken, but yeah, now that he's in here, we're good. Mm-hmm. When you told me about this, I was really excited because I was like, dang, he's really going to sit down and do it. But it made sense, you know, with the unfortunate circumstances, turning, uh, what's it called, finding the silver lining and anything, or the, yeah, yeah. Lem- <laughs> lemons and lemonade, that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good move for you, too. Um, okay, I like that. I like that perspective. And my last part to the, to the question is, you know, and I think you already answered it just by saying, you know, you have a blast doing it and you post when you want. And uh, But where do you see, you know, that, that part of your life going from here, like continuing with the BMX and motocross content and, um, like, you know, the traveling, dude, I don't know, like 
Well, where do you see your YouTube channel going? I still on that path. In the like, as as I go on, I want to try to. I mean, it sounds very uh, corporate to say I want to diversify my content, but you know, I I do. I want to get more more dirt bike stuff out there. I just started riding mountain bikes, and I love that. And I watch so many mountain bike channels. I want to try and get get the people to understand how how fun and awesome that is. And I don't know. I just I, I anything with wheels that I can post about and I can have fun making a video about is where I want to bring the channel in the you know, future. You know, I can get behind that. I'm a fellow mountain biker. Oh, yeah. Mountain bikes are freaking sweet. We're going to meet up at uh, Mountain Creek sometime this spring here soon. Oh, it's yeah. Lots of- yeah, I'm ready. May, I think in May will be will be good for some, some nice, easy, uh, smooth, big mountain bike jumps. Yeah, maybe fall then, actually. You're still repairing. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill me before the summer. Yeah, true. We need you at camp. Yeah. Um, okay, and my final uh, my final question for you, and then I'm going to uh, go. We're actually me and uh, a bunch of the guys are going to go watch Jackass 2 in theaters. It's like $6 or $7 Tuesdays. You remember that, Jay? Come on. Wait, seven. it used to be $5 Tuesday. <laughs> Five? I think they raised it up. Maybe six. I don't know. Inflation's hitting. Inflation's hitting hard, man. This this uh, economic I don't even know what's going on is uh is no joke. I won't I won't be retiring soon. <laughs> All right, but my last question, I just was curious, um, you know, who throughout your riding career has uh like influenced you the most? Like in terms of riding, just how you how you are as a person, how you carry yourself, uh, all things considered. Or if it's not a rider, then you're not, that's okay too. Just just curious. I know the answer. Harry Maine. No, Harry Maine, <laughs> Harry Maine is, is awesome. All but, right. Uh, shoot, it's honestly, because I just, I just touched on this before you called, but I, growing up I never watched like any of the BMX X games or any old videos or anything. I just kind of rode. So the people that influenced me the most were all the locals at the, at the West Haven Park. Like freaking, there was a crew called Worst Enemy. And pretty much everyone in that was like who I looked up to. I didn't speak to any of them, of course, as I as I was talking about before. But I was always I was always in the corner watching, and they would all go so much higher than than anyone else that would roll up to the park, and they'd be doing all these. They all had their own style. They'd all do the freaking biggest tricks, and I thought that was sick. So everyone in the in the worst enemy crew, like uh, I feel like I'm gonna screw last names up, but I know there's there's a guy Kevin. I'm pretty sure his last name is Tyranny. Kevin Tyranny, everyone called him Butts. And then there was a guy named Mouse. And there was Drew Saunders. And there's Frank Versey. I don't actually know if he was the worst, worst enemy or not. But I rode with him a bunch and I looked up to him a lot. All these fools. All the West Haven heads. Sorry if I forgot you, but it's my brain is overwhelmed right now. No, that's all good. No, that was a good list. Good list. And it's always solid to hear, like, you know, those hometown heroes and stuff like that. I mean, of course, everyone's going to say, you know, the big names, but uh, always good to hear, like, some, some hometown heroes. Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. right, well, dude, that's all I had. Like I said, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go watch Jackass 2, but I also wanted to take one, one quick second, uh, if, you know, Joe, if you didn't have anything else for me. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, the three years that we lived together, man, those were some, some great times, and I really appreciate, like, all the time that you took to, to break things down, like, trick-wise, life-wise, you know, whatever it might be, all the all the good times that we had at camp, and uh, 
I just appreciate you as a friend, and I look forward to uh, to many more years of it. Hell yeah, likewise. Those were freaking awesome times, and we're still kind of having them, even though I'm not living there. I make an appearance for a week or two at a time. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, with, if this injury didn't happen, you'd probably be dropping in you know, a couple times a month, but uh, those oh, yeah. times will get back, and uh, you'll heal. But uh, enjoy the rest of your, uh, your discussion. With my man Joe, and uh, I appreciate you know Joe, you having me on, and uh, I will uh, talk to you guys later. Oh, thanks, Chase. That was awesome. I really appreciate t- appreciate you taking the time. No, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Jay, keep that phone on. All right. Keep. Okay, I'll keep it on. <laughs> all right. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Chase. Later. Yeah. See ya. I'll move it closer if you want to. Oh no, that's good. Because. He just, uh, he, he snuck a little tip in there that the Uh-oh. second call may be coming. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and I, I don't want to build something up too much, because if it doesn't happen, then everyone does <laughs> think this is going to be like, what the fuck? It's someone I've never talked to. Uh-oh. Anyway. Yeah, we'll just say, <laughs> I don't want to say too much, because I'll give it away. But right. until that possibly happens or not happens, yeah. or doesn't happen, I can kind of take off on a couple questions based on exactly what Chase was talking about with with uh, friends that you had actually some of your answers I, I really not because I'm a I'm a fellow uh, uh, ignorant to the to the videos of the past BMXer uh-huh. uh, but I do really appreciate that answer of your favorite riders being the ones that pushed you at Haven and and maybe some Milford at the park there hmm. but uh, yeah I mean I, I don't watch all this stuff I don't you know, it's. I had I had to watch an edit before I interviewed Jamie. There, I had to watch the the Jamie and uh, Gage uh, Sabrosa um, uh, protective gear. The uh, shadow, the shadow riding gear thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said Sabrosa. No, yes. you're right. Yep. Uh, but I I was like, wow, I have homework. I have to watch this, and it, and it was really good, and it turned out to be a good point of discussion. But anyway, okay. so. I try to watch, but uh, it's hard, right? I mean, like you sound like you're like me, stay busy. It's hard to sit in one place and just watch something. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna act like I'm, I'm busy twenty four seven. I definitely have plenty of free time, but it's just like I, I kind of feel like, shoot, growing up, I was just, I rode so much when I wasn't riding. I didn't want to, like, I love it, but I didn't want to be consumed by riding, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. when I'm not riding, I don't want to watch riding. Yeah. But when I am riding, I love riding. I just don't want... I feel like it. you can get overwhelmed up to a certain point, and then mm-hmm. you start not liking it anymore, because it's yeah. just... You get burnt out. That's my reasoning. That makes a ton of sense. <laughs> it really does. So, I'm, I like the way you put that. That's that's uh, really good to hear. Everything in moderation. Yeah, totally. But unfortunately, that means I miss everybody's edits, and I have no <laughs> BMX history background, so I apologize. <laughs> but you, but you contribute to content by through your YouTube channel. That's true. In a positive way. Yeah, we left, I don't we left, left it a good place. Don't mess it up. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, all right, Ben Atchison. He and Nick, those two are just great people. Oh yeah. And, and I and I often forget how many different things Ben has been involved in. He's involved so, with everything. He is. Anything that pops up, Ben's got a hand. And I'm so happy for him that he, I don't know, he flipped the switch and he started riding big. 
yeah big trails like it just basically he you know no doubt like within a one year span he turned into someone as fearless as Clint Reynolds I mean it's just crazy oh he's awesome and I he invited me he got me on a trail kick I think it was last year uh-huh. but he invited me on to his trails mm-hmm. the old the old set originally to dig and then in the fall he invited me on a couple trips uh-huh. and one of them was to Kiko and I I never rode or not never rode but I don't mm-hmm. ride trails usually I don't sure. I don't have the, the brakes or anything so I never really Just, showed up to any of the jams or whatever yeah, yeah but he took me to Kiko and it was pretty mind-blowing to see how he can just hop in there and do all these yeah the lines are gnarly they're they're way gnarly they're no joke that last jump which I, I I still can't bring myself to say the name of it out loud but <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty eye-opening how how confident he is on those jumps yeah no absolutely <clears throat> and Nick had kind of gotten there a little bit before but uh I don't know. You don't often see someone progress that rapidly and at, at his age. Mm. You know, he's in his 40s. It's, it's pretty crazy. So anyway, happy for him. But speaking of uh, Haven, or your grandma, mm-hmm. this is from Ben. Ben Atchison says, Jay, tell us about your grandma. I thought it was super rad that she supported you hardcore by taking, taking you to the skate park and beyond. And then Jeff DePaul also says, sweetest lady. <laughs> Yeah, she was, uh, I think she knew pretty much everybody at Haven, because I'm pretty sure she would stick around, she would never leave me, like, from the time I started going when it first opened until it closed, she would bring me at least, at least once a week on the weekends, like, it's all day on Saturday, and she wouldn't ever leave, she would stay in the park for, like, 12 hours. Wow. I I don't know what she would do up there, because I would... What a trooper. If I had to watch my my grandson do the same thing for 12 hours a day, I would go a little crazy. But I'm sure she was doing something up there. But she would she would always talk to everybody, and she's always smiling 24-7. And uh-huh. I th- yeah, everyone everyone got to know her. She'd always bring brownies or, or something and give them out to everybody. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, she, she always supported my riding, like bringing me to parks and going. She would do uh-huh. weekend rider field trips with me. Yeah, she brought me to Woodward for the first time, but even before that, she like when I was racing motocross, she supported me with that. She'd show up to every race. She yeah. she chased me around with with ring pops, <laughs> ring pops, <laughs> and, and cheeseburgers at the local race. Oh my gosh! Making sure I was always fed. <laughs> wow. But yeah, she's she's uh, she's been around for everything, and yeah. right now she's uh, taking care of me. More so in the beginning because I couldn't function as much, but yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm staying at her house right now, and she's mm-hmm. making life as as easy as possible for me while I'm getting back in the swing of things. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's number one. Wow, that's that's really cool. It's not uh, definitely not a combination you see much of. Mm. As for now or then, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. But amazing woman. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Well, since we're selling, I, I would like to stay in Haven for a little bit uh, bit more. Adult boy. <laughs> he wants to know. Favorite uh, Haven skate park moment? Shoot. I think the... Oh, yeah, this one stands out pretty pretty clearly because I was, I was terrified. 
But there was a local exposure tour stop at Haven one year. I don't. I. I'm not. I no no. I uh, no chance. I'll remember the year, but yeah, it happened. Uh-huh. And uh, I was pretty. I'd never been to like a jam that big, and I was a little overwhelmed. Like it's my local park, so I was kind of comfortable, but uh-huh. I would like get cut off if I went to drop in or everything. So it was chaotic. There was a lot of people, and Big Daddy was there. Yeah. And I accidentally rolled out onto the box, like to go drop in and do my run as I don't know how I didn't see him but he was coming straight at the box and he jumped straight over me when I was in the middle of the box and I, I don't remember what the announcer said but they said something and then Big Daddy like flexed on me it was it was it was uh, definitely my bad <laughs> it's burned into my head that was the wildest haven moment for me wow <laughs> who's Big Daddy? Uh, what's his real name? Pat Patrick I don't know what to say. It looks like Laffin. Patrick oh, Laffin. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he was like, he's a, he's just a character. And yeah. a crazy, like, he was doing straight double whip to surfer landing over the Haven box. What? At the jam. Yeah. I swear. Really? It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But, yeah, he, wow. always, he does, like, super unique stuff, and he has his own style. Like, he still yeah. wears the pads on the outside. And, yeah. And does, uh. I don't, he's got so many if if you don't know look him up after this cause, or yeah. anyone listening if you don't know who Big Daddy is just just hit, hit a Google yeah yeah watch some edits so just to Paul is Jeff in Connecticut again? I or think, I should say back in Connecticut uh, I know it's a long time for a little bit and I haven't uh, actually spoken to him in a long time but I see all his Instagram posts yeah I, but I can't say either way he's a super nice guy oh yeah um, anyways, Jeff says it was awesome watching you grow up at Haven to the guy you are now. You used to shred and used to request to request the sit down tuck no <laughs> no handers every time I saw you. Uh, did you invent those or what inspired them? I I want to say Chris inspired it, but I don't know why. I feel like I saw him sit down to jump something, and I thought it was cool, and then I. Figured I'd throw a no-hander in, but yeah, it's, it's all kind of a blur. I do remember, I'm, I still have that clip in one of your uh, TJ, TJD edits, uh-huh. or uh, I think I did a hand plant, and then I did just yeah. go at the box sitting down, and then do a tuck no-hander over the box, and then sit back down. Really? It was goofy, wow. but it was my thing. Is I that do... kind of... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go for it. You're good. I was just going to say, isn't that kind of a motorcycle deal, too? What, take, take off sitting down? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, oh, yeah, I guess so. That, that might have been part of it. Yeah. But yeah, it's all a blur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we kind of answered it, but I'd like to shout out to people that take the time to ask questions. Mm. Canuck BMX. Jay rips so hard. He'll always wonder who, who he's riding for, or is he already? Oh, I guess this is a question. Sorry. Mm. Um, are you riding for anyone? Not really. Like... It's weird because I do get a lot of help from a lot of different people, but I, mm-hmm. I don't like officially rep anybody. Gotcha. Just kind of, kind of a free agent. Yeah. But I know uh, recently Sabrosa, they helped me out with a couple frames. Mm-hmm. Um, within the past couple of years, I know I've been talking to. Uh, shoot, I'm forgetting his name right now. I feel like a horrible person. Sabrosa. Yeah. Oh, um, well, it's it's either Ryan. Yeah. I, I talked to Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram and everything and originally I think he sent me a uh, one of Trey's frames back when that 
first came out, and mm-hmm. I rode that for a while, and then now I have the the MR1. Because okay. Matt Ray is the best rider in the world. Yeah. And uh, I figured his frame would help me. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, Sabros is awesome. I know. Uh, Matt Copeland from Profile always helps me when I need it. Oh, he's the best. He's he's definitely love that guy. I don't want to forget anybody else. So you run elites in profile cranks uh, or what, elite hubs, and I run minis and the profile columns and the stem. Oh, okay. I generally always ride the the push stem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's oh, the awesome. Mark Melville one. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Super short, forty eight. It's perfect. Wow. But uh, yeah, Matt Copeland, Ryan Share, and then Jamie Barnhart always helps me if I need like uh, I really like G Sport bird cages and Jamie is with Full Factory so he helps me get my hands on those if I oh, okay if I need it but so, do you work with Sam also at uh, Shadow and Sabrosa? I don't think I've met Sam no I think he does the protective or the I, yeah the riding gear stuff too I heard Jamie say that when he was talking about it but oh, I, I don't right. I don't think I've met Sam and if I have I'm really sorry Sam but yeah, I, I uh, it's, it's mainly yeah. just Ryan, Matt, and uh, Jamie. Yeah, gotcha. They hook it up. Nice. When I need it. Right. I never right. ask for anything if I don't need it, but oh, if I break yeah. something or yeah. whatever. I, right. ju- I just feel like I don't want to freaking... If I don't need something new, I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. How old are you again, did you say? 26. Oh, all right. So i have to ask this question as a parent so what do you do for insurance that is technically you you could still be on your parents insurance so you're three or 27th year that was uh i think my dad i was on my dad's before mm-hmm. when i was 25 yeah but once i turned 25 i don't know if his was different or not but i couldn't continue mm-hmm. or maybe when i turned no it was when i turned 26 because they covered through 25, and then when I turned 26, it was done. Yeah. So then after that, I had, and I still have, because they're the main reason, aside from the GoFundMe, why I'm going to be able to make it through this North Carolina monstrosity of yeah, tsunami of bills. Right. But I have this, uh, it's like accident or injury protection. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but it's like 50 bucks a month, which I can afford, instead of $400 a month, which... I don't make a lot of money, so I can't afford that. <laughs> 50 a month, and mm-hmm. they had like $20,000 or yeah, about $20,000 of coverage. Like if mm-hmm. I if I crash and I have to go to the hospital, uh-huh. it's not like a legit, like I don't show my insurance card, mm-hmm. but afterwards they'll come back and give you whatever you, up to your coverage sure. limit, what you need for the bills. Mm-hmm. And all of my previous injuries before this leg thing had yeah. been around that that area to where... Yeah. If you took out twenty thousand dollars, I could pay. Yeah. The little bit more for like when I broke my foot and needed surgery, or when I broke my arm and needed surgery. Yeah. It was all kind of around that, so I figured I'd be safe with that. But obviously, right. The worst case scenario. That is definitely a sizable amount of money. Yeah. And it's gonna that combined with everybody's help, combined with my savings, mm-hmm. we're gonna be good to go. But mm. which is amazing. Yeah. I would be so screwed without both of those things (laughs) I do want to talk about woodwork because one of the reasons I don't see you out uh, a lot out this way Mm -hmm. or on trails because I didn't realize you don't normally ride trails Mm -hmm. which is where I would see you if I was going to see you 
Unless you race once a week at Bethel, you know. I want to get. It, I want to try some races. I want to. I want to get some cranks. A lot of people are. A lot of freestyle guys are starting to get into it a bit. Because I, I want to do. I don't think I've talked to anybody, but I, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to do it with Aaron or somebody who's like kind of raced before, but is just yeah. a freestyle head. I want to do a video series uh-huh. of like two freestyle heads sure. going to some serious races and trying to. I don't know. Do well. Yeah. Work your way through it. You should. You should. I think it's. I, I think it's cool. Aside from the thought, I haven't really. Right. Gone too far with that. The closest I've got, I do plan to go to those Red Bull Pump Track. They have like. Oh yeah. Red Bull yeah. Pump Track World Series. I feel like that's kind of close, and I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But I need to get strong fast because the first qualifier is on the May twenty first. Oh wow! Where is that at? In, it's in North Carolina, in yeah. Western North Carolina, but I can't remember the name of the city. It's not terribly far away. It's not super far. And my van's already there. Shout out to Justin Dell for uh, story. Oh, is he? Oh, good. <laughs> All right. That's good. So yeah, I'm just going to fly in and then go do some pump track training mm-hmm. for like 10 days. Yeah. I'm assuming I'll be able to ride around then. Right. And hopefully I'll be able to beat Barry Nobles. Oh my and gosh. Yeah. Win a trip to uh, Chile. Yeah. For the finals. It's, it's, it's a long shot. It's, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, you never know. You could surprise for yeah. sure. Right, you've been watching that phone, right? What's that? You've been watching the phone. Oh yeah, no, it would vibrate. Okay, all right, cool. I believe Chase mentioned, and, and maybe it's from his question, but uh, Tucker Francis <laughs> is that one of the guys that he said had a question? Does he work with Tucker? Or is Tucker Tucker's from Rhode Island? Okay, I think. Right. All right, so this is just coincidence because he says, "How do you go so high?" And how's the diesel Civic? <laughs> the, the diesel Civic is having some hiccups, but it, it made it here, so that's good to go. Yeah. And uh, going high, the mellow ramps at West Haven really helped that because. Oh, there we go. We got a phone call. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't. I know that name. Yes, you do. All right. Hello Whoa. there. Hey Jay Dalton, how you doing? I'm pretty good. What? How about yourself? Yeah, good, good. Perf- Are you on some kind of podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. You're that's on, you're on speakerphone. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is Joe Doherty. It's the BMX in Our Blood podcast, Jamie. Um, oh, hey Joe, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, thank you for calling in. This is great. This is uh, it was the second surprise of the night here. So first was All Chase, right. and then uh, and then Chase helped me uh, line you up. So this is this is great. Perfect. Yeah. So if if you want to throw a, a, any questions, any a couple quick questions or comments at uh, at Jay, go for it. Yeah, sure. So um, Jay, yeah, um, who are who are your inspirations that mold your riding style? Chase touched on this, but they're they're uh, pretty much all the locals from my from West Haven Skate Park when I was growing up. There was a there was a crew called Worst Enemy, and all the people on that, all the dudes on that, they would go so much higher than everybody else and do freaking. They'd be sending it harder, and I was just kind of in the background because I didn't speak to anybody back then. But I was always watching them, and I always wanted to be like them. And now I get to ride with them sometimes, and uh, I don't know, it's cool. Nice. As a goofy-footed rider, what 
trick do you feel are the hardest for you to accomplish? Anything, anything with multiple whips. My my regular whip direction, I just feel like is so unbelievably slow compared to when I learned them the other way. Like they still they work, but it just doesn't work as easy as doing it the right way or right way in quotes. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But everything else is mostly pretty, pretty normal. Nice. If um, if you were to choose <clears throat> any discipline uh, across BMX aside from park, what would you ride? Hmm. It would probably either be park. It'd be close between park and dirt. Or not park and dirt, vert and dirt. Because I can't do street because I hate impact. It hurts and I I don't understand it. But vert, obviously I like going high. And you can be really smooth on vert. But it's just terrifying to think about doing tricks going high on vert. So I don't know if (laughs) if that's my thing. And then dirt, obviously, is nice and smooth and flowy. But you've seen me at the... uh, the monster contest and it's it's not the it's not the greatest thing <laughs> but you know i try yeah for sure if you could pick one era of bmx which out of these which one would you pick 70s 80s or 90s bmx oh you're killing me with this one he, he is so screwed on this one Jamie. <laughs> I was just talking about how I have, like, I have literally no background, like, BMX history knowledge. So, it's it's honestly a shot in the dark, but I feel like I'd want to go with the, with the latest, like, most progressed version, so probably the 90s, because I know the bikes from the 70s and 80s were, like, insanely, like, they had to have been horrible to ride, coming from now. But of course, back then, it was all progressing as one thing, but like, so heavy and so weirdly, like, geometry-wise. We thought it was normal. <laughs> I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. You guys felt like it was normal, but if you came from now and went back to then, you'd be all loved it. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go with 90s. Remind me, of, uh, Jamie, I've got a rally rampart that you'd appreciate, but I have, it was the first bike I had, I have it in the basement. I'll, uh, I'll show Jay before he leaves here tonight. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I, I won't make him ride it since he's healing still. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right, Jay, I got, I, got a, I got a couple more for you. I got you. How, man, how, how many road, how many uh, props, road falls um, have you watched? No, jeez. Uh, maybe one, <laughs> the one that had Spencer in it. <laughs> Mr. Forsman, but other than that, I'm, my props knowledge is also pretty much zero. Nice. <laughs> All right, Jay, this is it. This is my final question for you. You're just putting nails in my coffin. Go for it. <laughs> there is a rumor Uh-oh. that you are a massive Machine Gun Kelly fan. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but but I can I can't shut that rumor down right now. I'm not a Machine Gun Kelly fan, but I did I did love that. Uh, there was a quote with him in that uh, 
that actress, I forget her name, but the one that he's marrying? Yeah, how how they met where he said I am weed. I thought that was funny. But if anyone if if someone out there doesn't know what I'm talking about, they probably think I'm out of my mind. No, not an MDK fan. Okay. All right. Well Avril Levine it is then. You I'll know, take just, it. Uh, stay true. <laughs> Hey, Jamie, all I right, Nelson, to... that's all I got for you, boss. No, I appreciate it. That was that was awesome. I'm sorry I have no uh, no old school background. <laughs> hey, hey, Jamie, it's Joe again, real quick. I just wanted to congratulate you on. Uh, I hope I'm right in this coaching uh, to the gold medal with Charlotte Worthington. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's a huge deal. It, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. It was a huge process, and. Um, you know, it took a lot of work, but uh, the outcome was nothing short of spectacular. So, oh, absolutely! It was amazing to watch on TV. That's for sure. Awesome! Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But congrats on that. That's a big, big deal. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, be, before you go, uh, I enjoyed the gravel, the gravel bike vlog from the other day. <laughs> Appreciate you posting yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, I had a good time. That, uh, <laughs> that was uh, my best race to date, so I'm stoked. Why'd you finish third in your class? Yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, those I, I always I always tune in whenever you're whenever you're out there. <laughs> yeah. Um they get kind of um depending on the day. They're either, <laughs> they're either really well they're they're mostly good, but I'd see they're like, there's no racing, and it's just before and after, yeah, or like, it's just a journey into my own self-destruction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm, I'm there for the ride. I'm waiting for the official Bestwick YouTube channel to pop up. <laughs> um, you might be waiting a while then. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jamie, I very much appreciate you taking the time. This is awesome. You're welcome. All right. Well, have fun, guys. Will do. The rest of the evening. Hopefully, see you soon. All right. All right. See you, bud. Take care. You Later. Too. Sweet. Chase arranged that. I and I can imagine. Yeah, because um, I don't have that kind of pull. <laughs> but uh, I told him. I said, as a long shot, <laughs> could you see if maybe you could get Jamie to call in? And that's why he said, keep your phone on. And I'm like. Oh no shit. He's really gonna call. Like so I know you see him a lot. Yeah. But uh someone like me I haven't seen him at Woodward ever. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I was I was uh banning out a little little myself on that one because of you know, him coaching to the gold medal for that Charlotte Worthington. That that was insane. That was a that was a win that I'm sure well, I'm sure Jamie expected it because that was the focus that yeah. he put her in, but or helps her get in too, uh, but you know we all thought Hannah Roberts just got down, it's done. I know. I I mean I was convinced too. No, like that whole event, that women's contest was one of the most. That might have been like the most clutch moment in any contest I've ever seen ever. Yeah, that was sweet. I was like I was hyped. Yeah, I mean as much as we wanted Hannah to to win, I mean it was just yeah amazing. I mean you you want that because. She it's was, exciting. She was the underdog. Like everyone had Hannah up there, but yeah. But anyway, it, it'll be interesting the next round, which oh, is yeah. not really that far off now. It's only two years, I think, because of yeah. the COVID setback. But 
Anyway, I should have asked him if he's going to continue to coach or not. <laughs> he sounds like he's staying pretty busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. he's He's got a lot going on. He's got... Yeah. I mean... I hardly know him beyond the skate park, but I know he's got the coffee shop, he's doing those gravel races, he's got the coaching. Yeah. And who who knows what else business-wise, but yeah, he's a busy man. And I am I am pretty numb to how like much of a legend he is because I was able to ride with him so much. It's kind of mm-hmm. just like we're friends, we just sure. ride together, but Right. Yeah, he's that is a crazy call to get. Yeah. <laughs> the more you step back. Man, it's for Dave Bestwick. But it's got to be great to, to be somewhat naive sometimes and just not know because maybe it would have changed the way your friendship was. You know, it may be, I don't know, it could have changed. No, it's true. I think I think it's just how each, I feel like I kind of, just like with the leg thing, I'm kind of more of a, a go with the flow kind of mm-hmm. person. So if I, if I meet mm-hmm. whoever in the skate park, I don't really, or... I try not to think about who who they are, were, whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like a normal riding right. thing, or that's how I try to make every yeah. every interaction with every, anybody. He really stuck you on some of those questions. Yeah, I was he, like, oh my god, he's going for it. He was he uh, he made my coffin in and sealed it with that one. But I didn't realize he he knew enough of that to to really put you on the hot seat. <laughs> he put you on the hot seat hard. Oh my god. Don't we spit that out. out. We our water out all over often. Well, thank you, Chase, for arranging that. That was wild. Chase may be the hero of the, the other side of the podcast. <laughs> here. here, I'll rip through some more. Jesse Donato. Not a question, but come out to Memphis and ride skate park. Got some dirt jumps being built right now. It'd be sweet to, it would be sick to shred with you. Um, hey, I'll be around. I can't say when, but I'll be there at some point. To Memphis? <laughs> yeah. I'll be well, out there at some point. So do you... Are, are you going... You're going back to Woodward this summer? Yeah. So uh, staying for the summer? Is that how it works for you now? Not the whole summer. I'm going to do two separate mm-hmm. stays of two weeks. I think oh. the first one's like June... Starts June 20th, and then the second one is in the middle of August, but I can't remember the dates. Yeah. But yeah, we have Chase... Uh, the last two years has helped me lined up or mm-hmm. line it up so that I'm not there the whole summer, but I have sure. two different blocks where people can sign up and oh, nice and ride, and it'll be nice. Do they sign up based on you being on that week or a couple weeks or whatever it is? I mean, if they do, that would be sweet. But can you request though if you're a yeah. kid and you're yeah, like you can you can ask and see who's going to be there and and what weeks they're going to be there. But oh, nice. I think soon I'm going to make like a coordinated post with Woodward to say I'm going to be sure whatever weeks I'm going to be there uh-huh. and then if people want to ride with me or want to hang out or right if they want to go to Woodward and they want to be there when I'm there they can go those weeks nice <laughs> cooking nostalgia you just said yes exclamation point there's some people that were pretty happy that that uh, that you finally had to slow down enough for me to catch <laughs> up with you <laughs> no, that's awesome uh, you have been on the list since day one, by the way. Well, I appreciate it. I've got a list. I know we you you messaged me last year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember specifically when, but that's okay. I was down to I, do it, but I don't remember where I was or what was going on. Oh, uh, okay. I, but, I'm I'm never too proud to beg, so I probably did ask you last year. Also, no, I mean I, I don't think anything of it, but I just I, it yeah. must not have been the right. 
I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the in the last time I think I saw you before that was a while ago. I think it was the picture that I posted for for announcing I was going to interview you, and that was at uh, the Scotty Kramer Jam that I mm-hmm. put on at Trumbull. No, that was the last time. Yeah, so that sure. was four years ago. It's been a, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a while. But because I I don't I went to Woodward last year uh, for the USA BMX Freestyle um, stop there, which I think may have been the first the first one of the year last year. Okay. April, May, maybe. May, yeah. God, I, wrote, I wrote that one, so we went, we were at the same we were at the same place oh, at the same time. Yeah, all right, <laughs> this hey, it happens. But yeah, I was I was probably so zoned in. Yeah, there maybe. Was, well, was. oh, you know what? I didn't stay for. That's why, because uh, you competed on Sunday. Yeah, I went home on Sunday. Oh, I got. I you. covered the amateur part. I had my podcast booth set up and interviewed the kids and all that. Ah, the day before. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he just showed up for yeah. the. Hell yeah! Yeah, I do it. I do it for a few different events that are really uh, that are important to me. Women's any women's weekend event mm. and uh, next generation events like the one at Pittsburgh Next Generation Jam. Nice. I just like to support things like that. And, oh, that's awesome! Though yeah. I love that there's so many amateur events popping up now. It's like yeah. the one that stands out in my head, obviously, is all the USA BMX stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's sweet. Because yeah. I, feel, I feel like it was probably partly because I couldn't get around very easily when I was younger, but yeah, uh, I feel like it was very few and far between, but mm. now you have a full series, and then the Pittsburgh thing that you're talking about, just a bunch of random yeah opportunities for kids that mm-hmm. are somewhat local and can oh. freaking ride a proper contest. Yeah. That's awesome. It is awesome, and I, I think at one time I, I made a mistake thinking that was the first time there's been an amateur contest but I guess what it was now that you're talking about is maybe it's the first time there's been like an amateur like a full real deal series across the country outdoor indoor you know Woodward West Woodward East Mm -hmm. Um, so in that way I still think it's a first but amateur freestyle competitions I guess have always been like spotty but have been around yeah they've been around in my mind they're doing it right yeah and now, now they've got um, Kyle Carlson working for them, mm-hmm. so that's he's got plenty of knowledge that's got to help. Oh yeah, he's got the media knowledge to get the the series out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's kind of that's pretty cool. They're doing it right. Yeah, they are. It's, and it's great for it's great for the kids because some kids want to compete. You know. Um, all right, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Gene, Gene Stella. Yeah. Uh, Ask why he doesn't, or, or how he doesn't drink any water on long mountain bike rides. <laughs> <laughs> I he he always busts my balls about this because uh-huh. I just like I said I just recently started riding, and uh, every time, or everyone that I ride with, obviously you have your your freak, your bottle in the bottle cage, or you have your backpack. Yeah, I forget what the, like a camel pack or something. Yeah, and the rides are long, like two to three hours sometimes. So you right generally want water, but. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the feeling of having a bottle rattling around or wearing uh-huh. anything extra. Yeah. Because, like, I, I always go with at least two or three people, and they all have, like, the tire repair kits yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. So, I, I mean, it's kind of very, uh, it's a little selfish of me, but I know they'll, they'll get my back if something <laughs> happens, so I, I never bring <laughs> anything with me. I've had to do that on road rides, and it's kind of <laughs> embarrassing, but... It's like, well, uh, somebody's got something. Yeah. 
I'm not prepared. I just, you know. But anyway. But yeah, I don't. I don't like the feeling of having anything on my body yeah. when I'm riding. I mean, obviously, other than dirt bikes, but that's all. Yeah. It's all secured. The kidney well, belt is secured. Yeah. The braces are secured. The <laughs> secured. You know what well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, Gene, you know, he seems like a, you know, pick things up, put things down kind of guy. He probably has gallon jugs of water all the time. He's a big dude. He's he, strong. No, he's, he's definitely definitely in shape. He's definitely hitting the gym. Yeah. But, definitely. Uh, yeah, he doesn't understand the dehydration sessions. No. <laughs> No. But, you know, I, I, I get some water before and some water after, and uh, I survive. Right. Maybe the recovery right. isn't so good, but... Right. It's, it's whatever, you know, the ride was fun. That's right. Mike <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Francisco, Tony's Bikes. Oh, there Jay, we go. Jay is the best. Uh, sorry, no question. Hey, that's him, a, but. I'll take that. Mike is like my... Even now, growing up, he was like my my number one I didn't know anything about bikes I don't know how to fix them or anything so again going back to my grandma she would always yeah. bring she uh, would bring me to Tony's or, <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't fix my bike but she would bring me and my bike to Mike's shop which is Tony's bikes in Milford oh, she probably had the tire levers levers in the tube on her and oh home. she always had tubes she always had the the the, the bare necessities but yeah right like up until recently, I didn't know anything about working on bikes. Yeah. Beyond the BMX bike, I still don't, as they saw from me bringing my mountain bike to them in pieces uh, <laughs> a couple months ago. At Tony's? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry for that still. I've... Bring... <laughs> to any mechanic, if you bring them something that you took apart and couldn't <laughs> put back together, you are a terrible person. But Don't tell me Mike Savage got it. Did he have to do it? Uh, Steve put it back together. Did he? Okay. Yeah, right. but... They, I know, I think I got a little bit of a pass because I know them, but if anyone else right. had brought the bike in the condition right. that it was in to them, he would have told them to F off. Right. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Tony's Bikes and Mike Cisco for freaking, he's hooked it up for a long time. Awesome. It kept me rolling. He, he is, he's definitely a great guy. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, we'll see. Oh, wow, that's a pretty pretty cool Instagram handle. Mm. So it's, it's it's B1M3X8. So it's BMX138 if you take it apart. Yeah. That's what it looks like anyway. Uh, he says, dude is super cool, or super down to earth. It's cool that he hangs out with all of us guys during uh, the Woodward Adult Weekends. That's his comment for you. I appreciate it. No, it's... Those weekends are crazy because so many people show up and it's like kind of less of a, I'm more of a watching, like I, I ride with everybody, but sure. it's just crazy to see everyone that's never been there before, only maybe been there once in their, in their life, yeah. like rediscovering the park and doing their, getting their first backflip on the resi and everything. It's sick to watch. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to hang out with everybody. All right, so let's see. I do have a, I do have a few, so I should probably kind of push these on a little bit. Do you have any? Do you have any siblings? I have two sisters. Oh, nice. How are they both older? Both younger. Yep. Oh, younger. How how much younger than you? My the older of the two is. Uh, I'm a horrible brother. I think she. <laughs> I think she's two years. No, she's three years younger, and then yeah, one is ten years younger. Oh. Okay. So Pretty decent gap between all of us. Cookie Massaggio, <laughs> he wants to know: Will you ever try to flip a dirt bike 
And did you grow up riding with Adam LZ and Spencer Forsman? <laughs> uh, go. Oh, is that it? No, no. Actually, it's probably better that we break it up. So go ahead and answer. All right. I'll do easy one first. I would love to flip a dirt bike, but I want to do it right. I'm not going to huck that. I've seen, you see the videos on, on the internet and everything of everyone, like, or not everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people trying their first flips, just like never done it in a foam pit and never done it like on a pit bike or anything. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes they get it, but you can, like, you need to respect what you're doing. Like, you uh-huh. could literally kill yourself mm-hmm. from screwing that up. So yeah. I wanted, right. I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to ride with some of, like, the most, I don't know how I weaseled my way into this, these situations, but I'm able to ride with some of the best riders that, like, have ever mm-hmm. existed. So, and they obviously know how to do everything, and some of them have foam pits. Right. So, one, they're not doing some crazy tour. Yeah. And when I'm in one piece and uh-huh. we're in the same place at the same time, I want to do it right, do it in a foam pit, have them there with me. Yeah. Like, just do it right. I'm not hucking the flip, but I will do a flip one day. Oh, all right. Cool. What size bike are you riding, by the way? Uh, I jump ramps on a 450. And then... Whoa. Whoa. Uh, big bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the biggest. But that was my first brand new bike that I got because I figured, like... I was staying with my friend Tom who had like a ramp compound and that's all I was riding during COVID. Oh, okay. And I, going in, I had a YZ250 that was a little bit, like it wasn't old, but mm. I bought it used and it was a little questionable sometimes. Uh-huh. And I figure when you're jumping that stuff, right? you want something that is guaranteed 100%, Yeah. not going to kill you. Right. So, sold that, went to the dealership yeah. and, uh, got a nice rmc 450 that was left over so it for an insane price yeah i think it was like six thousand out the door wow which for four 450s now you're not getting away with less than ten thousand out the door oh yeah i'm sure but yeah i had jump ramps on the 450 and then i have a 125 that i ride on the track because i think the 125 is probably the most fun version of dirt bike anyone can ever ride yeah it's like it's enough power to get some stuff done but you you're never, like, you always have to ride it as hard as you possibly can to get anything to happen. Yeah. And it just feels sick. Yeah. You're always trying. But 450, you can't, you can't override it like that. You, yeah. You, you got to be careful, otherwise you're going to get worked. <laughs> it probably helps put uh, put it into perspective um, what, what Supercross guys go through. Oh, yeah. And did you grow up riding with Adam LZ and Spencer Forsman? I didn't yeah. grow up riding with Spencer because he was from Florida. I uh-huh. met him I met him early on, like my first summer at Woodward, which was mm-hmm. probably like eight years ago now or something. It was when I was yeah. 18. Okay. I met him in the summer. But Adam, I did meet at uh, Riding Haven because he's, he's also from Connecticut. I forget which part. Really? Yeah. He, I didn't know uh, that. Huh. There's a lot of... He, yeah. yeah, he's... I forget the name of the city. But yeah, he's from Connecticut. He would show up to Haven uh-huh. every once in a while on his... Uh, I forget what the first bike he had was, but he had that, that yeah. watermelon Aaron Ross bike for a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, he was... When I met him, he was at the very beginning of his riding. Like, oh, okay. Learning hop threes in the in the street on his... on his, really? The beginning of his YouTube channel and everything. But Yeah, I met him a long time ago. Will we ever get another game of bike uh, from you and Spencer? Oh, yeah. I can't... I'm not going to say when, but it's it's inevitable. Yeah. Get it's it. gonna he, he stays at Woodward, right? Uh, for a bit or just after, summer pretty much just the summer now okay Got but 
he'll he'll make appearances here and there. Yeah. And I forgot to ask, what is Jamie's current? What are his current responsibilities at Woodward? Best way. Yeah. He's, yeah. Sorry. I don't know the exact title, but he's like a. Uh, but he like provides input, kind of, and is kind sure. of an ambassador for, for Woodward. As far as I understand, I'm not gonna. It's his full time job, though. Woodward. Among all the other stuff that he does. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 He is pretty committed to Woodward, and he's yeah. like helping get pros in, and he does his like his uh, his Instagram promotions and everything. And I think yeah. he'll he'll go back and forth with them on on park designs and mm-hmm. uh, what they need to do in the future and all that. But I don't know his job title, but right. I'd say ambassador pretty much covers it. That guy's got a busy life. Oh yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cookie also wants to know: Have you ever done a nine hundred? Never done it. I'm not a spinner. No. I want to be a spinner, but I just can't spin. You gotta spin so fast too. Like to I pull a nine hundred, right? Or be up. It there. looks like it, but then some people look like they can do it. They're yeah. when they roll out of bed, it just spins so easy. Right. I can I can make the bed spin while I'm lying down. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I can do a nine hundred just sitting still. <laughs> right. But uh what was I gonna say? The most I can do is a is a seven twenty and yeah. I'll have them good, like they feel effortless, like some of the people's nine hundreds that I watch. Yeah. But then one day randomly they just disappear and uh-huh. I will seven onto my head over the box. Oh. And then I relearn it again and it works. It's just a I'm not a spinner. Matt Pierre, he, he lives in Austin. He's a really, really cool guy um, that's been engaging in the, in the podcast for quite a while, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, he says, more pegs, chink combos, and and have you been inspired by Brian Wismerski? Um, is he demanding I, more? I think he might be demanding <laughs> more. Matt, I think you're calling him out. I, I don't know. Or just saying, yeah, yeah you got to step it up and do more? Or, I know. I have. Or maybe he's saying that you already do. No, because recently I've definitely to- toned down the toned down the chingers. Like, I like, yeah. uh, I'll do them in bowls a bunch. Probably, mm-hmm. I mean, some people might hate me for this, but I like to slide, like, riding in the bowl if there's, like, like a little, uh, I don't know what you call it. I'm doing something with my hands. You can't see me, but I'm like the I little... I just realized that, too. I didn't... <laughs> the, if you're going around bowl, and the way it's shaped, it like there's like a little part that kind of yeah. pops out, isn't right. flush. I like to slide my peg on the concrete oh, okay. across it. Like, if you see my bike in person, my peg is... Yeah. Uh, the end of my peg is a 45-degree angle just because I like to slide it on stuff, and it is aluminum, so it just yeah. gets cut down but yeah that's probably that's pretty much all the chingers i've been doing yeah lately but back in the uh, a while ago now probably like six years ago or something adam lz made a video of me doing like what is it called i think it was like 50 different peg chinger combos yeah yeah and then i think a lot of people discovered me from that video and i did used to do a lot of chingers oh okay i'll get back on it i just i fear for my axles because i'm heavier now i'm a bigger man I'm a, <laughs> and I ride uh, tie axles. Right. Very and skinny tie a, axles. <laughs> and you ride a tie femur. Yeah, and a tie femur. Yeah. Uh, and have you been inspired by Brian Wismerski? You you know the answer to this one. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I don't know any of the old riders. <laughs> right. It's not good. This, this part of the podcast, the issue that you and I both happen to have, <laughs> 
probably makes this podcast incredibly annoying to some people. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, you I'm sorry. To with it. I'm sorry too, people. You know, we're both sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know. But uh, to answer that, I, I don't think it inspired me because... Because you never saw him. <laughs> I, unfortunately, I don't know who it is. Oh, man. All right, this is the comment. Spades and flats. Um, he, way underrated. If you've seen him ride, you're appreciative. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I always have to ask this question because my boy's from, like, southern Jersey, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would include uh, Adam Kniden. Uh But this is one of the boys, the scavenger. He always asks, stems or caps? <laughs> stems or caps? What do you mean? You and I are on the same page in this one. I have no clue what he means. He, it took me a while. In fact, I think he, he even got me to ask Van Holman this question. Um, and at that point, I think Van wanted to walk out because <laughs> it was it basically, it's mushrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do any. Uh, I don't know if you consider that a drug or not, since it's yeah, natural, yeah. But I don't do any. Yeah. I don't do anything. I just drink water and that's it. <laughs> right. And, and milk. It, until until Gene says you don't drink enough water. Yeah. Other than that, but yeah. I I guess if you're going, I am a sugar addict. Uh-huh. I'll give you that. I like chocolate a lot, and yeah, I've been really fighting to not. Uh, blow up like a balloon while I can't do anything. Oh, right. Yeah. It so is, it's hard. It's been hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> but time, time flies, by the way. Neither shrooms nor caps. Or yeah. what was it? And stems or caps. Ne- neither yeah. stems nor caps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, scavenger, I'm just trying to keep you happy. That's all. I'm just trying to keep Southern Jersey in one piece. Phantom and <laughs> the very wrong crowd to ask that question, but Team Weed was hitting them too hard. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, oh Brett Downs. Mm. He said Shadow and Sabrosa rap. Oh, I know Brett. Yeah, he's he shows up at a lot of events. He's a really really awesome guy. Jay was my son's counselor at Woodward. Yeah, and Henry, his son, came home telling me what a great guy Jay is. That is the best accolade. Thank you for making a positive impression on my kid. No worries. It was. Uh, I still remember that year. Henry was awesome. Yeah. I, was, I think he recently had a pretty big injury as well. I've, yeah. I feel bad. I don't remember specifically what it was, mm-hmm. but he's he's back now. Yeah. He's good to go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Henry's awesome. And Brett announced a show that I wrote. Like, I guess it was a while ago now, but yeah, when it was warm out, and uh, yeah, it was just great to see him. He is everywhere. Did you do division shows and where mats? Did you write any mats shows? Uh, I mainly I did do one division show. Uh huh. It's mainly I do dialed the green yeah. ramps and yeah. then team east. I did a few division is is Micah right or am I confused? Uh, division I think yeah I think it's Micah. Okay, I did one one for Micah and that I was on the on that Walmart tour with the big ramp. Oh, whoa. and that was. Fun as heck, but yeah. terrifying also. Yeah, like it's a nice area. It's it's a tw- it's pretty much a, a poppy mega ramp mm-hmm. that is not seventy feet. It's like thirty feet, but wow, it's it's sweet. But I feel like yeah. with more time, I could definitely get down harder than I did because yeah. it was intimidating. Oh, I bet there's no warm up. You just go to the top of that. It's pretty death rolling. Roll yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about as wide as what Matt Hoffman rolls in on his. Yes, yeah. like. 
it's huge, and you wake up at nine, in, or you get there at nine in the morning, and you have to go down that. Then that's it. <laughs> no questions asked. You haven't got to do it. But yeah, d- division dialed and, and Team East with Maddie. Got it. Let's see. I don't know how to say this, but a friend of uh, a kid that rides with uh, a friend of mine, Ari Sonnenberg. Mm-hmm. This guy's name is, uh, or just is D-A-A-N-V-W-J. I'm not, I'm not sure, but we'll go Don... I don't know. It doesn't matter. He wants to know how many BMX sponsored deals have you been offered? Uh, kind of a tricky one. I did have, uh, I rode on tree bikes Mm -hmm. for a little bit way back towards the beginning of my Woodward Mm -hmm. uh, experiences back when I was working there. Mm-hmm. They they were all really cool and I, I wrote for them for a while but it never really progressed into anything and I kind of mm-hmm. drifted away from that and then the most recent like real kind of deal sort of yeah. I I got offered way back um, but the tall order guy Sebastian yes keep yeah right? Sebastian keep DM'd mm-hmm. me and asked if I wanted a a frame and like a sweatshirt or something mm-hmm. and I I politely turned him down because I'm kind of picky about what I ride. Not to say what they make isn't good, but right. just my the geometry and everything. It's super simple, but I don't like changing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said I would take the sweatshirt, though, and wrap it hard. <laughs> but I, I don't think he liked that. I didn't no. mean to insult him, but... Sure. I, yeah. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, those uh, are my deals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's who uh, I think Maddie Kramer rides for Tall Order, yeah. right? Yeah, Maddie and Kieran Riley and a uh, couple... There's a there's a goofy footed rider on there, yeah. and I've met him before, and he's really cool, but I don't remember his name right now. He's yeah. on there, and then I think another Corby local. Uh-huh. But yeah, they, I mean they have. It seems like their frames are holding up if yeah. if Kieran and Maddie can, yeah, can run them. Yeah, absolutely. it just wasn't right for me at the, at the time. I was very, uh, very stubborn. Uh, all right, Judas was also Howie D. Uh, this guy's another big supporter of the podcast. He's always putting questions, and I love it. Shout out, Judas. Yeah. <laughs> so, Howie Judas. Um, he says, oh, man, I'm going to fan out, fanboy out hard now. I know... Oh, we just, you were just talking about Goofy. Uh, I know you can ride in a non-Goofy manner, taking left foot forward, airing to the left. Or is regular just not as comfy for you? That's I, one That's I one can question. get that one right now. I can't, I do like, uh, generally I'll go to the left, and like he said, goofy footed, if you don't know, is you have the same foot forward as the direction that you air, so I have my left foot forward and I air to the left. Generally I like going to the left, the only thing I don't think feels the coolest going to the left is hitting hips. There's got to be a very specific... I really like hitting 45 hips because you could just kind of pull straight back like it's a box jump to the yeah, left. Right. But anything tighter than 45 or closer mm-hmm. to a 90, I don't know how to say it, but uh-huh. anything closer to a legitimate hip feels better to the right because I can kick my back wheel through uh, and it feels okay. cool. I don't know. That's, you that's, your left foot's forward when you do it. Yeah, left foot, for, left foot is still forward. I can ride yeah. right foot forward too. Yeah, yeah. And like go left and right or whatever, but I mean... 
Right. I don't dedicate a lot of time to that, and I can't obviously go as high or anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just like a feel thing. I don't I don't think mm-hmm. Goofy really holds me back going either direction or anything. Like I can I'm equally comfortable doing whatever. But uh-huh. right hips feel way better than left hips mm-hmm. with left foot forward. I don't know why. Got it. <laughs> hey, uh, he also says, "Oh, another sponsor deal." Oh, Everyone's on you with the sponsor thing. Um, do you reject sponsors? <laughs> Question mark. Uh, because you're too stupid because you are <laughs> no wait let me start over this has nothing to do with you being stupid okay. um, because, because you are stupid good okay but seem to pay your own way a lot lastly I've stolen a bunch of your moves thanks to uh, thanks for keeping BMX stylish and thanks for the hard work Joe oh thanks yeah nice job, buddy man. yeah thanks no you're, you're welcome for the moves you can take whatever you see because like, everything I do is stolen from somebody that I've ridden with <laughs> I will give you that right but um they getting watered down <laughs> I, try, I try and give my own little little taste but yeah. even like literally every little thing I feel like is borrowed yeah which not a lot of people realize but I've ridden with a lot of people and I, right I'll steal something from everybody you know even if they don't notice sorry I no, it's okay. raining. I think your car. Oh yeah, my windows are open. open. <laughs> yeah. Is it raining hard? I don't really care too much about. It. I'll go close it real quick. Or um, sorry, I don't want to make you get up. Do you want me to just? Oh yeah. Roll it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I'll bring it back. Okay. It's my daughter Sarah. Oh gotcha. And when she comes back to give give a key, I'll introduce you. Um. So. Sponsors. Yes. I you could answer the spot. It would do reject sponsors. I don't like. I'm open to doing some sort of partnership with, with somebody, but I feel like a BMX specific one is tricky because I, like I was saying, I I like riding what I ride. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to ride, worse parts like heavier parts or not as, as uh, close to what I want just to mm-hmm. be on a team or whatever. Right. right. I I don't know if that. I don't know if that makes sense to a lot of people, yeah. but I'm not like, I don't, I'm not looking to be like a legit pro or whatever. I just mm-hmm. ride the way I ride because I like riding and I've been able to pay my own way, like you said, mm-hmm. thanks to being, having help from people like, like Ryan and Matt and, sure. and Jamie and whoever. They're not official sponsors, but uh-huh. they help me out and I'll, I'll, oh, right. I'll spread the good word, but, uh, yeah. Um, I think that can get confusing with people because even talking to uh, Jamie there we're talking about thanks and Sarah um, this is Jay Jay Sarah hi there nice to meet you thank you very much no problem Uh, so oh Jamie Mm -hmm. yes okay so this was parts he was talking about he was given a frame Mm -hmm. a Sabrosa frame and uh, he used to ride standard yeah and and parts and stuff. So the the oh I know what it was. The joke is always like, you do this full time and don't work, right? Like yeah. you're a BMX pro, you get you get money from these same people that are giving you parts. And oh that, yeah, it's such a it, it's such a uh, a misunderstanding. But I think it, it's it's an understandable misunderstanding. I think because you see people like, I'm, but I think people get confused. I know I do as to who's who's making a living off it for lack of better words yeah and who is getting flowed like hard goods like you know frames bars stems whatever it is mm. uh, 
and the part is the sponsorship. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it's it is tricky. There's very I would say there's very few people that are able to make a living just from writing. Right. And I'd say a majority of them are, are show writers. I'd yeah. say they make more than most like legit pros. I'm doing mm-hmm. air quotes, but sure. BMX pro situation is so weird. But yeah, very few people yeah. can make a living. Yeah. I guarantee it. Alright. So you saw that Mason Ritter uh mm-hmm. became GT a pro. GT Pro, right? Which was confusing to me at first because I'm like, well, he's kind of a pro already, but it's yeah. it's when it's this whole other layer of confusion to mm-hmm. me of no, you're now a team pro, which means you're at that next level of, of flow, right? Kind of. like Sort of. Depending on the company. Yeah. No, it definitely depends on the company. In my brain, if you are like declared pro from a team, you should be getting a paycheck 100%. But I mean, every every team can do their thing. I'm not, right. I'm not calling anyone out. And no, I know me neither. Is, I'm just confused. That's all. That's what BMX is confusing. I feel like there should be more structure. But then the thing is, like, it could work for people who are, like, contest riders. Like, mm-hmm. like the UCI license and everything, you can, even though it's a little goofy, you can pay, like, 200 bucks and you have a pro license, oh, air, right. air quotes again. Right. If they accept you as, or do they just accept anyone? Like, anyone who gives us 200 bucks is Technically, you pro. pay 200 bucks and you have a pro card. Or, yeah. Or, I don't know if it says pro. I, I had one. I don't have it on me. Right. But, uh. I believe you. Yeah, I don't remember if it said pro or it's just like an it's an international license, yeah, but that's yeah. what lets you enter like the sure. the feast pro and all the C ones and mm-hmm. and whatever. But if you don't do contests, uh-huh. it's there's no like real. I don't know. There's no way to really define a pro other yeah. than you you make money from from yeah. riding, an actual paycheck, actual exchange of, of yeah. money to ride the parts I don't know it's you it's know almost I mean? so confusing yeah. I see I feel like I'm talking in circles but I hope you get the idea there's there's nothing official yeah yeah no no I get Very it odd. I get it I think anyone that listens would wouldn't get it it's it's almost like a case by case basis yeah you know or manufacturer to manufacturer mm-hmm. but so yeah I'll I'll have to bug Mason and uh not not not, uh, not on the record. Yeah, we'll see off what, the record, get the details. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right, right. There's a few there's a few people that, that do podcasts that are really super comfortable just asking people point blank, "What do you make?" You know? Yeah. In some people are chill with answering. But. Yeah, totally. Uh, there's one guy, um, Dale Holmes. He's a BMX racer from like the '80s, '90s. Mm. Um, he has a uh, Divide brand is his clothing company, but he he's pretty involved with Haro and all on the race side. Oh shoot, boys are bringing him up. I shouldn't have done that. I got too I got too far off on one. Um, oh, so in his podcast, he he asks often uh, when he's interviewing a pro from the eighties or nineties how much they make. Mm-hmm. So there's a friend of mine and I that that really like that he just goes right in there and asks the questions but he's also talking about past tense so, or past yeah back in the day so not any current deals that yeah right so now. it's not it, it doesn't it's not as as a scary a way to ask but yeah. it, it, if it was modern day I'm sure this I'm sure Dale Holmes would ask now you know what, what are you making now also but anyway um, 
But it's, yeah, it's not something you hear too much about. But I'll have to ask Mason, and I will not report back to any of you <laughs> what the answer is. Top because, secret. Yeah, I love Mason too much to put him in a bad situation. The um, GT's only paying him this much. Yeah, right, or not at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, you never know. I don't know, GT's pretty cool. So and and they are, they've got, they've just got great people. I think they've got great people involved in their program right now. Yeah, it seems like it. I, the, the only one I really know super well is Mason. Or oh, I don't even team. know. I don't even know Mason super well. well but Brian Kuczynski's on there. Oh yeah, Brian's there too. Yeah, but I don't know him very well either. Yeah, but they all do seem very nice. I think it's the first time ever in a podcast that I may possibly know more about people in freestyle than you definitely know more guests. writers than I do. And I know why you explained it, but this is a very weird feeling because I don't know shit. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, but you know, I know like, absolutely nothing. even less than shit. Like, no, it's it's very weird for somebody yeah. who's. It's literally my life. I'm for the kidding. Most part. I'm sorry. I, no, I it's mean, real though. Yeah, freestyle is exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, it's very freestyle. It's a free style of doing. I'm just freestyling it all the way down to whatever. That's how I, that's my life. My life is a freestyle. Yeah. You can <laughs> just freestyle this summer, I'm, just like I'm freestyle it. it. Yeah. I've been perpetually winging it for forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Aaron's doing, right? He's freestyling it. Aaron, Aaron's a... And this is Aaron Simone, by the way. Yeah, Mr. Simone is, is very official now. He has an apartment and a full-time job. What? He's in one place? He's in one place for the moment, but he said he's he needs the van again. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Where is he anyway? He's uh, he's not that Connecticut. I, There's no way. No, he's not in Connecticut. No, he loves to travel, which is awesome. I'm I'm really happy for him. He's always been such a yeah since he was younger when I first met him. He's, he's just a good guy. But anyway, oh yeah. Uh, what were you saying? He's he's out of state. Yeah, uh, out of state, living his life. Arizona, a normal life. No, he was in Arizona. I think. I don't know if he wants to blow it out or not, but uh, or blow up the spot. You don't have to. But yeah, he's matter. he's got a spot now. Okay, he's, he's cool. living his life. That's good. Relatively normally in the in the normal got person's mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's good enough for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know how private he's trying to be. It's all good. He has some questions in here anyway. Oh, I got gotcha. uh, So we're gonna be talking a little more about him. So, all right. So thanks, Howie. I think we got everything in that one. <laughs> Someone said once when I was doing an interview with them, mm. it may have been Brian Foster, but he was, he's like, you're checking stuff off. Like it's, I feel like I'm at the doctor's office. Like, Get that off the list. Right. Do you know uh, Andrew McConey, right? He I, wears a Tony Jer- Tony's bike uh, jersey when he races and rides, I think. I have to know him. Super nice guy. From, kind of from your area area um i definitely know but i can't picture it right now i, I feel like i'm in trouble he's restoring a jeep right now um jeep. what else is he doing i know i've i guarantee you i've ridden with him oh okay. i'm sure i know you andrew but i can't picture you right now i feel like a bad person but i'll, re- I'll we're stop. gonna read your I'll, gonna read your comment i hope you don't leave here with like tremendous guilt everyone's gonna hate me no, <laughs> i'll survive you, you will because you don't pay attention to social media, so how could it hurt you? Exactly. You know, that's why we should just blow Aaron out because you'll yeah. never you'll never hear back from Aaron about I'll it. I'll give you guys the social security <laughs> number. Screw it. All right. All right. Well, anyway, Andrew.
Andrew's question is, does... Oh, boy. I... <laughs> what did he say? He can't even ask it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch him the next time I see him. All right. But I'll still read it. And, it, and it'll be a friendly punch, Andrew. Not like a, you know... I'm too old to be beating up yeah, don't kids. Yeah, be, don't beat any kids up. No, 51 year old smacking around at a 16 year old, that's not right. Uh, he says, does the nose help you with front wheel maneuvers? Oh, definitely. All right. It's perfect so, counterweight. Ever okay. since I watched Brock Rayford's mm-hmm. How To, and he said to balance with your head, and I think, you know, we got a little extra mass on the on the old. No, uh, you don't have there. to fill it with nickels or quarters or anything? No, I don't have to fill it with anything. Okay. It's natural. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it, it gets the job done. I can hold the nose pretty long. All right. Hey. If I do say so myself. <laughs> and you are saying it yourself. <laughs> Gosh, um, all right. All right. Hey, you know what you know, I love is, you're, is you're, you're comfortable in your own skin. There you go. Which is awesome. Uh, Kyle Erickson, if, if you go to, have you been going to the Edge at all, Skater's Edge, this winter? Before? I haven't, even though it's the only indoor because... I don't know about now. I'm not gonna not gonna call them out. But before, uh-huh. every time I would go there, I would get a freaking sinus infection because it's so gosh darn dirty uh-huh. in there. Yeah. yeah. So I've decided it's not worth going there because right. every time I go, I can't do anything for two weeks because I can't. You're breathe. better off just going to Woodward and staying there for a couple. I'm of better days. off going out in the zero degree weather and oh. riding West Haven. No, true, true. And risking frostbite instead of ruining my sinuses. Yeah. I'm a very fragile person. It must be dust. It is. Right. No, you can see the. I mean, again, I haven't been there a long time, but there used to be like two inches of straight up dust on the little ledge yeah. right in front of the bleachers. Mm-hmm. Like you could see it. And of course the foam pit and it's an old right. Massachusetts building. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not for me. I'm very fragile. Right. 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 No, no hate to edge. Gotta know your body. Maybe if I went and rode with a mask like they require right now or used to that would be yeah, good but I don't think anymore but still it's uh, maybe the mask is what I needed right it might I have been. don't know man it's <laughs> the mask while riding is just that's a hard one for me because I've never had to do it so I can't I can't say but I don't imagine it being no it seems fun. like you like hyperventilate and you get like you know what I mean? wet mask yeah. I've never well, exercised in one or ridden with one but I can imagine yeah. it would not if it's feel a, good no, and if it's a cold park, then uh, indoor, I mean, mm. then uh, you're just gonna just yeah, you're gonna you can have so much condensation in that mask, it's just gonna feel nasty. Nah. Uh, yeah, what's he got? Oh shit! I never his <laughs> <laughs> question. I went I went too hard on Skater's Edge. <laughs> That's okay, because <laughs> you'll never know if they if it bothered them. Yeah, exactly. Never. Um, great rider with tons of style, and he can do big tricks. To and could do uh, big tricks too. No questions. Just stoked to hear, to actually hear Jay talk for more than two minutes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and hey, maybe I'm helping a lot of people out on this first game to know you. I'm surprised I could talk this long. I'm just getting out all the early oh, years. No, we, I I can keep you talking all night. All the me. all the holding back from when I was zero to eighteen. <laughs> That's right. It's all. Is, I'm compensating now. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Hey, still, I mean, and we'll talk about your YouTube channel. Uh, just don't let me forget to All talk right. about the YouTube channel. But, um, but yeah, it, it makes that part of... That's what we will talk about when we get to it. It's kind of like working outside your comfort zone. And I, having a YouTube channel has got to 
be forcing you to work out of your out of your comfort zone. No, that's true. It has helped. Yeah. It's been some some nice uh, introvert therapy. I don't yeah. think that's the word. What's antisocial? Well, extrovert, extrovert therapy. If you're working on getting it's, out, it's it's been training me to be less antisocial since I started. Sure. I think uh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. I, I I would tell you if it didn't. Appreciate maybe, it. Maybe. No, call me out. <laughs> I won't call you out. So, Aaron, Simone, here we go. Ask about the low roof at Eastern Pulse. Oh, I completely forgot to talk about Eastern Pulse was another... I discovered it later on, like after I was maybe 16 or 17, but that was an indoor closer to me than Milford Skate Park was. And I just never went there because it was really? it was more... Comp, like, it was smaller. It was an yeah. L-shaped skate park right? with... Like he said, very uh, not the highest ceilings, uh-huh. but I mean you can you could get away with some big airs. They had a bowl, and it was mm. pretty much a skate park, like a skateboard park. Yeah, but they had bike nights. Right. And uh, yeah, that was my first time. Really, uh, sorry, my nose. I'm sorry. <laughs> you get it? No, it's 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 I'm a mess. But anyways, are uh, you allergic to cats? A little bit. Damn it. <laughs> do, you, do you want clarity? No, I'm okay. I'll be. I'll be good. You sure? All it's right. just the. It's been a Eastern Pulse. Your, uh, Eastern Pulse. Pretty yeah. much a skate skateboard park that they let bikes in sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it was fun when it was cold, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to ride outside except sometimes I'd have to pedal four miles to get there. So it was very cold until it wasn't cold. Oh my god! But that was my first park where I whacked the ceiling hard, like enough to where. I don't know how I didn't crash, but like they had a they had a six foot and then they had an eight foot like oververt vert wall yeah next to it, mm-hmm. and uh, I could hit the six foot as hard as I could and I wouldn't hit the ceiling. Like there's some yeah. photos, I think probably only on my Facebook from forever ago where uh, yeah it looks like I'm close, but I'm not. There's no real way I'm gonna hit it, but uh-huh. I thought I was good on the oververt thing too because it's oververt and you don't yeah. really go that high out of an oververt, but. One time I just came in hot because it was uh, it has a long runway to it where you jump over some pyramids and then you're just yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And I hit it hard, went up and like had momentum going into the ceiling and it stopped yeah. me going up like into the bars of the. Rafters. You basically stopped and, and I just dead, <laughs> free fell to the sheet metal. But I I I didn't crash. Yeah. It was just like kind of a. It was an eye opener. I didn't think that was possible. As long as it wasn't an eye closer. <laughs> yeah, not an eye closer. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, that was the first time I experienced that. Eastern Pulse, but yeah, that was another big part of my uh, yeah my ride. All right, we'll do another Aaron question. And uh, believe it or not, we're almost out of questions. Because yeah. we're ripping through these pretty good. The questions uh, with you, since I don't know you that well, are, mm-hmm. are kind of the context of the, the whole interview. They become... A big part of it because it's we talk we expand on these yeah. questions. I no, it's been good, and, and you expand a lot, which I like. It makes it, it makes it really interesting. I try. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're succeeding. Uh, so Aaron's other question: yeah. Ask him about the time he met his soulmate on a train in France, but let her get away. Oh my God, Aaron! Uh, I don't even know where to where to start on this. It's kind of me. Personally, I don't, like, I'm not looking for, like, a relationship or anything, but he's always chirping me 
Like 21. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'll say something. But yeah, that's that's kind of the basis of this. Actually, I'll go back a little bit farther. We went to Europe uh-huh. pretty much to hit the, the van stop that was in Germany two years ago or three years oh. ago. And then and you, the, did you guys go to Spain after that? I, th- I think I'm saying it backwards. We flew oh. into Barcelona. Yeah. But we were going to hit the feast that was in uh, feast Montpellier and then to the van thing. Oh. So we started in Spain and then took a train from Barcelona to Montpellier or Pellier or however you say it. That sounded good. I don't know French. Uh, and there was a girl. <laughs> Better Montpellier. Yeah, I'm not going to say Montpellier. <laughs> but there was a girl sitting a couple, like, I think she sat across from us uh-huh. and I don't know. Oh, they were like facing seats? It was pretty, pretty open seats and they were across the aisle. Oh, okay. They're not facing like side to side, but gotcha. she was across the aisle and she had a cat Yeah. with her, like a kitten. And Aaron, of course, went over and, and started talking about the kitten and then he sat down with her for a bit and then he dragged me over <laughs> and it, it turned out that she was like a a video game developer for Ubisoft and I'm a video game guy and she she drew uh, manga or an, like animated frames too like because I watched a lot of animated stuff uh-huh. and it was just like he thought she was ticking off like all of the the hypothetical oh. boxes that I would have yeah yeah and he would the rest of that two weeks was just non-stop and she was also going to Montpellier or Montpellier oh, yeah, um, yeah. she was going to the same place for oh the contest God. it was just before funny for the contest? not for it but oh. the same exact time oh, okay. in the same time frame like she was staying there for yeah, the weekend gotcha but yeah she Aaron Aaron made a a checklist for me and she checked all the boxes <laughs> and then uh, and then you he never had a name or, or number I don't or remember her name no but uh yeah he he uh he says that's the one that got away and he'll bring it up all the time <laughs> well that's that's the story of the girl on the train well there's a reason for everything I guess <laughs> you wouldn't be at Woodward you could be living in France right now I know she was I think she was from like south of France or something yeah very nice It'd be baguettes and, and bike rides all the time. Perfect. Like nonstop. Yeah. All right. Uh, Spirit Feeder works at Bike Shop in Massachusetts. He just says, Ripper, exclamation point, and heal up quick. Thank you very much. And uh, believe it or not, this is the last question. Then maybe we'll talk some YouTube if you don't mind. Hey, we are closing in. Oh, we're over two hours. Jeez. Two hours, ten minutes. I'm a talker. Um, yeah, you are. Way more than you thought you you were. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna finish up the questions with Ben Atchison. He said, "Ah, he's finally slowed down enough for you, for you to catch him." Uh, Jay, who are some of the riders you looked up to from? Oh, I think we kind of talked about this, but answer it however you would gotcha. like. Um, some of the riders who. Uh, you looked up to from your young Haven skate park days, and who are you looking up to now? Oh, and then there's a oh, this will segue perfectly into YouTube. So his next question. So just that first one. Gotcha. You know, now. No, I definitely, I definitely touched on like my my main inspirations are the West Haven people that I, I've already said for yeah for Jamie and Chase, but right. he said maybe more specifically Haven. It was just awesome to watch. Even him and Nick and and pretty much all the older dudes that rode there, just because I've never been exposed to 
is so many different styles. Him, right. like Chris Childs and Stevie Churchill, and, and oh yeah, and oh my gosh, I used to ride Vegan when he had his his gyro and everything. Uh huh. We were on like kind of the same page, but he yeah. rode completely different than anyone that I've ridden with before. So yeah, everybody at Haven contributed to like I said, Mike Francisco too. Yeah, riding with right. I I feel like I didn't ride with Mike as much as as I should have. Uh-huh. He was definitely at Haven, but again, that was that was at the time when I didn't sure. speak. We I do remember <laughs> there was one real good moment with Mike. We had a, a solid collision. Do you know the how it used to crisscross? There's the eight I've foot. I've never the, been in there. I'd be oh, lying shoot. to you if I told you. So there's like a big straightaway to the box, pretty much. You hit vert wall, a little training pyramid, and you're yeah. you're cooking, and you hit the box. Yeah. And then there's a cross lane right before the lip of the box, where there's there's like a sitting area. Whoa. Like a a flyout, a bank flyout. So you yeah. sit at the top of the bank, then you drop in and cross the path to the box, and air an eight foot, and then you uh-huh. come back and do the flyout. And I dropped in the flyout. Not I somehow didn't register that Mike was coming. Yeah, this seems to have this is a recurring theme with me. But I dropped into the flyout, and he was full speed straight over the training pyramid, and took me out so hard. Well, I took it was my fault, but he hit me so hard, I went flying, and he was still like had enough momentum to go up the box. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, you you good? (laughs) He killed me, but it was my fault. We were all good. Pushed you out of the way like a tractor trailer. He fully monster trucked me." But yeah, everyone at Haven, I I I, I looked up to everybody, all, uh-huh. all the older dudes. Jeff Allen hung out there too, right? Yeah, I didn't. Again, didn't probably interact with him at all, hardly. But I know he rode with Ben, and <laughs> you were still muted. Yeah, at I, was, that point. I was mute. I had my little uh, friend group of same age people, right. like Mark and and. Uh uh-huh. Shoot, I don't even remember. Oh, does that mean? Did you ride with Mark Turquette too? I don't know that last name. I know Mark. There's friend Mark of- Peterson. So, okay. No, Triquette now lives in Rhode Island, but he's from Jeff's area. I may, I mean, so, I probably rode with him. Yeah. Just that was it on that one. Really? Uh, but his next question, okay, uh, is going to go into into the YouTube part, which we'll we'll give it five or ten minutes, then we'll probably call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with whatever. Um, okay. It's been it's been super fun. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it by by dragging out longer than than it needs to be. No, you do your thing. Um, all right. Well, my thing is to ask you this Ben Atchison question, Go for and it. then it and then talk about your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, how how often do you come across dudes who are anti vloggers and shut the camera down, uh, and he just keeps shredding? It is rare that I find somebody that is like, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't like vlogs or people recording themselves in the skate park while they're riding or whatever but yeah i the only time that i had like a confrontation like yeah where they really didn't want me to was understandable because it was at a trail spot and i had asked one of the people if it was okay uh, one of the people that worked on him and he was like yeah that's fine so i i started mm-hmm. doing my thing and then another one of the guys came up and was not hyped at all like one of the main diggers there, one of the main yeah, guys well, another me. one of the main yeah, and I don't, I mean, I don't want to be too specific because I understand his reasoning and right. I can't go into his reasoning because that would kind of give away the area and the you know, but yeah, yep, I it know. made sense, but he was <laughs> he was definitely uh, not happy, right? But that was the only time, and I was with Ben, 
Uh-huh. So I think that's what he was trying to get out of me. But yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't want to call anybody out. Every, every other skate park, every other trail set has been pretty accepting. And if they didn't like it, they didn't mm-hmm. say anything. They just I laughed mean, at me. If sounds. I was to try to deduce this down to who it could be in Connecticut... <laughs> it's not in Connecticut. Oh, it's not? No, it was at another... All right, I it thought was, I it had was another it. Ben trip. Because all right, well I'll still say it. We know it's not Remo because Remo loves the camera. Oh yeah, no, I've recorded so at his house Remo. before. Yeah, he's got amazing jumps. Yeah, so it's it's not Remo. Nope. No, everyone, literally everybody, other than that one instance, has been uh-huh. very accepting or yeah. kept quiet about their hatred. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt there was much hatred. But when did you start your channel, and what was your channel called? I started a long time ago with that first, those Haven edits that yeah, yeah. the people have to find. I'm not going to tell them right. the name of that. And then I had another channel after that called my Instagram handle, ABMXical Rider, right. where I did more edits and then I did this thing called the Trick a Day, uh-huh. a very goofy little title because obviously it's just the Apple thing yeah. changed. Right. But I would try to learn a trick every time I went to the skate park. Oh, Okay. And I did like a hundred of those. Uh-huh. Some of them were definitely not deserving of an episode, but there were yeah. times where I would just try to get one right to continue on. Yeah, yeah. The series, but that was basically the the the, the idea behind the ABMX Rider one. That was like the only thing I really focused on. Uh-huh. Like there's a video. The first one is me learning a hot bar uh-huh. with some audio swapped music in it. That is hard for me to watch now, but right. I was young. It's whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I progressed on. I was learning like, I don't remember what, episode 100 was an edit. I don't remember what the trick was. And then I just never really continued it because I feel like 100 was good to go. And then... Oh, so you stopped at 100? I stopped mm-hmm. at 100 with the edit and I only made one part of the edit. I don't remember uh-huh. why. Yeah. But um, that was a good experience and now I'm on Jay Dalton. And it's just it's just your name. Yep. It's a okay. well. It used to be J Dalton BMX. That's like right. the the URL, but I changed it to just J Dalton because yeah, I wanted to like dirt bikes and stuff too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was I was I only changed it maybe two two or three years ago, but yeah, there were dirt bike videos on there, and some people would say like, "What the heck, bro? This isn't this isn't J Dalton BMX. This is J Dalton BMX." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I've thrown a couple in there um, during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, interviewed a, a nurse uh, her kids all run mm-hmm. so I interviewed her and then I did one with uh, with an AT through hiker um, uh, the daughter of uh, one of my wife's best friends uh, so anyway mm-hmm. and I didn't care I was like I, I want to learn about this I want to hear no, this yeah. story and I just put it on there so the reason I say this is uh who cares what you put on? You put on whatever you no, think exactly. is interesting. And but I, I did think it was less because people would call me out. But mm-hmm. that was a reason for like a goofy yeah. comment every once in a while. But yeah, it does make sense if I'm trying to post dirt bike stuff. And sure, it's kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Well, and you're you're not doing it one time like I was. I, I hear, yeah, I hear what you're saying because there's probably more. It's probably closer to a split now than it used to be. Yeah, and that was back. It was kind of the the online environment too mm-hmm. where YouTube had just let you easily change your display name oh okay so a lot of people were just going to their regular name instead of like how Adam LZ right. used to be LZ BMX or whatever he yeah. just changed it to his name and then mm-hmm. it's just easier for people to 
I don't know if I want to say that. I was going to say yeah. it's easier for people to kind of lock into a channel if it's not mm-hmm. super specific. Sure. Kind of sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just talking. <laughs> but that was that was the reason. Well, I don't know. You're trying to figure it out. And not yeah. Just like I am. I'm, I'm, I can't figure it out <laughs> with YouTube stuff. At Basically all. boiled down to the environment at the time. And mm-hmm. I wanted to post different things a little bit. Gotcha. Which is... Oddly enough, that's when I started watching yours. Not regularly whatsoever, but... No, that's good. Um, just, I just remember watching a few uh, when you started riding again, mm. motor, motor, motorcycles, and we were talking about that that field that was just full of grass, and you just kept working at it until you had enough yeah. to, enough room to jump. Oh, yeah. But uh, that was pretty cool. Oh, that was awesome. I didn't, even, I didn't even go into that, but I would go out and freaking weed whack for hours. I think you showed that one of your episodes. You showed maybe part of it. You just, some before and after and a lot of weed whacking. Yeah. It was insane. It grows. It was just like five foot high stalks of like thorny yeah. weed all the way yeah. through the whole track. And I would just go out there with my metal blade that yeah. I bought and borrowed one of the weed whackers from, oh from camp and, and uh, did my oh, thing. man. But yeah, shout out to... Uh, the old manager Pam for uh, putting up with all the noise near her house. Oh, really? That was tight. Oh she, my god! Yeah, she let me ride up there. Sweet. Oh, that's but her great. house was right there. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Well, let's fin- let's finish up talking about where your channel's at now, and, mm-hmm. and do you, do you plan on continuing with that? And is it is it is there any financial reward to it? Not that that's the reason you would do it, but are you big enough that you get? something something out of it that maybe helps offset some costs oh i I definitely get enough to like help me i get enough to justify like taking a trip to somewhere far away to ride to get a video or something right like i get enough to pay for some things but it's not my main Mm -hmm. source of income no it kind of just helps fund cool trips that would also make cool videos sort Mm -hmm. of um but yeah, I, I definitely would make more if I was consistent and, like, took it, uh, I guess took it more seriously, but then that kind of defeats the purpose of it, and I feel like you could definitely tell in the videos of people that, yeah who it's, they rely on that exclusively for income. You can tell it comes across some days where they really... They're pushing content. Just, yeah, they really did not want to make something, and yeah. it just is a garbage video, so there's no yeah. point. I, I, I don't like when... I don't want that for myself. I have opinions about that one. I'll share with you after we finish the podcast. <laughs> I got you. But I mean, um, at, most people, when they're watching a video, they can tell if you don't want to be there. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like a, making, it's pointless. Right. So I don't want that for me. Anyone else? Right. I understand if you rely on it, like you have to do it. Yeah. So I'm not hating. It's just, it's just a me. Like, I don't want that for me. That's right. all I want to say. Right. When's the last time you, well, you, you, you did two recently, right? Because you did one when you got hurt, and then one after that, maybe. I did the the one where I got hurt, and then there was like halfway through it switched to old clips that I oh, started okay. making. Yeah. So that's that's just one, but it was kind of two. Yeah. And then the one before that was uh, a month before at Woodward. Oh, okay. So a little spread out. And I did a I did a couple tricks that I uh-huh. had been wanting to do, and landed the sketchiest flare whip you've ever seen. But it was good. It was redemption because the the time uh-huh. the last flare up I tried, I yeah. ruined my shoulder. Uh, that sucks. So technically, I landed it, even though yeah. if you go back and watch it, it's it's not pretty, and I don't right. own it. 
Well, I do right. own it because I rolled away. Right. But it's not pretty. I would have died if that was a real ramp. No dabs. No touches. No touches. There were no touches. I, I landed uh-huh. kind of pointing down the ramp. Yeah. But if that was not resi, yeah. it would be a different story. <laughs> right, right. You talked about having a van. Do you plan on traveling? Once you're better, are you going to... Yeah, what, what, what are your plans after... Yeah, the van has kind of been low-key. Uh-huh. I haven't... I, I meant to make a video about it, like yeah. building it and everything, but yeah, the process... Because I don't know what... I, I have no trade skills at all. And thankfully, I had my friend uh, Bill or Bongo, if you... If oh, my gosh, yeah, Bongo. Oh, yeah, there you go. Bill, Bill Reggie. He... Reggie. he most people might not know, but he is like pretty good at everything when it comes to like working with yeah. your hands. So yeah. he let me use his family shop. Right. Right. So I pulled the van in there and then he basically like built it. I helped him. I was like an assistant to yeah. my own van build, right. pretty much. I knew some pieces, like I, I understood the solar setup and everything, but he did all the, the woodworking and kind of helped me with the design of the inside to maximize nice. space because it's not as big as some people might think it is. Man, Bongo's. Yeah, bon- Bongo, I, I feel bad because I never made a video about it, but he yeah. came in so freaking clutch. Yeah. And I'm sure when, I'm sure, uh, when I fly back to the van, I'm probably going to make something about it. Okay. Which is now under the care of uh, Justin Dell. Yeah, Mr. Justin Dell has got it. Mr. Justin Dell. <laughs> uh, oh crap! Was I supposed to call uh, Jamie Bestwick? Is it is it Sir Jamie now? Oh, I oh shoot! I don't know. Did he get? He didn't get knighted, did he? No, I feel like he would have made a big deal about that. For I should, sure. as he should. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. The person that got knighted still biking, but <laughs> not BMX. It was uh, the Tour de France winner from. Uh, from England, oh. which was Chris Froome, I think. I think they knighted him. But anyway, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, well, so future plans, though. Are you going to try to, when you're better, get out? Are you going to travel? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the goal right now is to just do as much therapy as I can and mm-hmm. just stay on the fine line of doing too much. Right. Like I said, so I don't go backwards. But yeah. after that, once I'm ready to go, the first thing I want to do... Hopefully it doesn't conflict because I haven't really put everything on the calendar yet. But yeah, like I said, I want to do that pump track qualifier for mm-hmm. Red Bull. Right. That's in North Carolina, and I figure if I fly back to get my van in May, right, I'm already like an hour or two away from that pump track, so mm-hmm. I might camp out there for a little bit and get yeah. my BMX legs back because my bike is also in the van. So oh, that's wow. gonna be my first time back on the yeah I got BMX you. bike. But I think I'm confident that I can qualify. Yeah. And if I don't qualify there, there's two more in America. So There you go. Just we'll keep going. But keep gonna, going until you make it. I'm going to try my hardest <laughs> and then go from there. And then after that, um, I think the Woodward weekend is the week after that. Uh-huh. So go from there, wander around. The up until weekend? The BMX weekend. I think. For the... For Jimmy. Old guys and... and Damn, I guess people bring their kids, right? Yeah, it's so, it's an adult weekend, but there's yeah. definitely... I think you could bring your kids. Yeah. I don't know the specifics. You have to Google it, so I yeah. don't... don't, don't yeah, that's right. I'd have to borrow a person <laughs> to do it anyway. I don't have anyone to, to bring. So, yeah, pump track to Woodward weekend to that's, find some skate parks in between to back to Woodward. Yeah. And then I just want to try to compete again. We'll see what happens. 
I'm going to miss cool. the most important one in May, but... Yeah. Or for the USA BMX. Or, I'm sorry, US, yeah, USA BMX yeah, that, sale. That, yeah, that C1 I've heard is going to be important, but mm-hmm. nothing has been confirmed yet, so I don't really know. Right. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. But yeah, whatever else pops up after that, I'm, I'm down to fly wherever. We'll see what happens. I got plenty of, plenty of uh, bonus credit card miles that I haven't been able to use because oh. I keep getting locked down right. with COVID and injuries. Yeah. Go somewhere. I gotta be in one piece and we gotta go somewhere and we gotta win some contests. Hey, alright. That's hey. it. I, it. It can be done. <laughs> I have yet it to win a contest, but I will win a contest. Yeah, well. You will. We'll get there. Yeah, you will. The tie leg is gonna change everything. <laughs> it is. It's good. And I wanna try to get some fancy wheels that I haven't talked about yet. We'll see a bike check video, maybe. Ah, uh, okay. All right, got it. A okay. bike check, which will be on the the frame that you're riding now. Is what was it again? Right now, I'm riding the the MR1, but oh, okay. This I'm gonna I'm gonna try to refresh some stuff. Okay, because a lot of the parts are pretty old. Yeah, but yeah, once I once I get rid of all these freaking medical bills, mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy some fancy wheels. Yeah, that. My friend Ricky rides, and I think they're cool, but yeah. not. I feel like nobody in BMX really knows about them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna give too much. They will soon. Uh-huh. I think I think it'll be cool if I get my hands on them. It'll be cool. If not, people have been waiting for a bike check for like six years. So right. No, no harm done now. Yeah. Right. No harm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. I I think we're done. If, if you're uh, if you're good, I'm good. I'm satisfied. That was the most talking I've ever done in my whole life. So <laughs> I'm glad I, I could get all the excess out. Yeah. I have a way of making uh, five minutes turn into two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Well, Jay, thank you for doing this. This yeah, is fun. It. it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, we're out. Later.